boom, we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, or I guess this afternoon, we have... Oh, you haven't come up with a nickname for this WTF, Chinoda. I forgot. Oh, There's fuck so many you. Weeks. Fuck you, Chinoda. You fucking... No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Today, I'm the cheesecake man. Oh, that's true. You are eating a fat cheesecake. That's right. Oh, and as always, uh, wonderful thanks for from our boy uh, Burger from the Geeks in the City podcast uh, for joining us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. My name is... Bur- no, I don't actually talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing a Steve Bloom impression there for a second. That was pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. That's actually how my grandfather talks. He talks like an old like vampire for some weird reason. <laughs> That's uh, cool, though. That is cool. <laughs> Some of my greatest memories are just being like, hey, Grandpa, like, you have a dollar? <sighs> a dollar you would like. Well, why don't you ask your mother? Can she pay me back from last week? <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like something my mom would say when I asked her for, for money. It's like, why don't you go talk to that bitch who owes me money? <laughs> that bitch is my mother. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for being here. That you must be the most busy voice actor I know who does more than just voice acting. Like, what keeps you busy is not the voice acting; it's everything else you do. Yeah, man, I, I've done. Maybe I should invest in becoming a vampire myself. I could <laughs> probably get more stuff done in a day. <laughs> Burger Aranagi. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> like, I see my wife for like ten five minutes and we live ouch ouch that sucks Sniddles wants to know how long you could hold that voice on stream (laughs) what talking like this all day I I don't know (laughs) how long do you think it would be before it got annoying to you man I don't know because it's not like that's literally how my grandfather talks, so it's like it's not annoying. I would imagine how how long it would be for it's annoying for someone else. Mm. So, to me, it's like literally he just talked. Like I remember we was playing like Call of Duty, like Modern Warfare Two, like very long, like old Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty Toxic Chat Edition. Just ah, <laughs> uh, the good times, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, the racial slur edition of Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, yeah. Stop camping, you bitch ass people. Like I'm like, damn, Grandpa. Oh, <laughs> like, Wait, how old is your Grandpa during these times? My grand, like back thirty then, year old Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> nah, my grandpa, like my Grandpa is like right now. He's probably like eighty three. Mm. Back then, it's probably like her late late sixties or late sixties, like six. 65 or something like that. My grandpa was really wow. good at like staying up on trends. He was like, he would watch anime with me. He wouldn't like Damn. know what was going on, but like, he would be like, he knew what Pokemon was, but he kept calling it Pokemon. And I'm like, <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, it's like, duh. Pokemon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we would watch Yu Gi Oh! Uh, he bought me my first Yu Gi Oh! deck. Um, <laughs> that was a bunch of fake cards. <laughs> Bootleg Yu-Gi-Oh deck. He, he didn't know to look for the little holographical thing in the right on the right side, the little box thing to let you know if they was real. He got scammed. I had amateur mistake. I had a slifer of the sky dragon that said big red ass dragon. I was like, oh, damn. But uh, 
<laughs> I'm over here stopping you from your proper introductions. Oh no, no, no. This no, no, is, this is, Stories are great. This is the kind of shit I love to do on WTF. Just these rambling bullshit. I'm just I'm so we were talking about it before we stream like this is the first like full year you've done voice acting full time right yeah man it's insane full first full year doing acting strictly this nothing else but and, this. and teaching voice acting too and teaching you know being being a ta and all that stuff it's pretty cool man it is it's crazy to think about because three years ago well four years ago because you gotta think before the pandemic but like I that's how we have to think st- about everything now. It's it's was it pre-COVID or post-COVID? Yeah, it's like it's two different lifestyles. It's like this is before I went into the hyperbolic time chamber. Um, <laughs> it, it reminds my- me because I'm old enough to remember it. It reminds me of like 9/11. Like everything just in the years after 9/11, everything was like pre-9/11, post-9/11. Yeah, things was different. Things changed because like before, I was doing stand-up. That was my life. That's that's what I thought I was going to do forever. I was like, I'm pretty good at this. I'm making good money. And I was working at a school, so I was like, all right, cool. Um, and then, like, the world, God was like, all right, no stand-up special for you. And matter of fact, no one gets a stand-up special anymore. Hmm. Um, so I had to pivot. And uh, voice acting, I was really broke for those first two years. Like, extremely unhealthily broke. Because, like, like, rent the, like, my landlord was like, hey, you don't got to pay this rent, but, like, it's gonna stack up and i'm like if i don't have the money during january i'm not gonna have four times that amount when april come around like i would still be broke yeah and like you're only making uh, it worse then yeah it's like let it go like everybody was like that's like we're we're gonna let it go we're gonna give you a break but you still owe us this amount of money and i was like all right you're not really ah, i was just rough but i but that really opened up the doors for voiceover i was just like man i'm gonna just sit and do this all day it took a year a year and a half of non-grinding before mm. i got anything and then at the end of that year damn just did, of, i i was i was about to say like Snowden was like he'd frozen time because he wasn't moving it was so inspirational he was like i'm about to do it right now <laughs> like, his internet just said nope no like, doing nothing <laughs> i got you like, <laughs> Mm. Oh, man. But it was just that. And uh, it, I did it long enough where, like, I guess people saw the talent. People saw the effort. And it, it just worked out. It's the same. It's crazy to feel, think about. Like, man, mm. like, two years ago, I would not imagine this. And now I get to, like, do the thing. Like, dude, my first year doing it, I got to do anime. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of voice actors, they start what, in, like, commercials and stuff like that. A lot of voice actors start doing. I think a lot of voice actors just start doing like little bit things and stuff like that. Because anime don't pay. Like I told you, anime don't pay anything. We had an entire episode where we talked about that on the podcast about like you know non unionized work and. Yeah, I was like, did twelve? Did nine? I am check IMDb right now. FK Arena. I did the most, probably in ten episodes. Oh, exactly. <laughs> got got paid like a hundred or something dollars. <laughs> like two hundred, I think the most. Uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't pay anything. So like, I can only imagine those people. If you think anime gets one season, if you think you're mad about it, who we? <laughs> Let me tell you about these eighteen characters I voiced in this video game and only got paid for one job. Oh, also, welcome back, Chinoda. Yeah, sorry about that. I have no clue what happened. <laughs> you were so your internet was so inspired by his story, it just said I can't do this anymore. 
it was like, do nothing. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> it was tired of your cheesecake. I stopped eating it for now. <laughs> for now. For now. Uh, pre Look, I haven't was... done anything but raid today, so like that's my first meal of the day. Mm. You sad, sad boy. Pre-COVID was the before times and the long, long ago. You're absolutely right. All right. Uh, so should we actually get into a couple of the questions from our Discord server? Oh, yeah. Um, Let's go. All right. One of them is... Uh, I'll just throw this out for all of us. We can maybe build up this team as we go along. Uh, it comes from Classy Ulysses. Wants to know, which seven main characters from Shonen Anime would be the perfect lineup for an Anime Justice League? I, let, let, let's you actually, gotta have the big three in there. Like, think, that's I, no I, doubt. I, I feel like, yeah, you're almost obligated to have, like, Naruto, um, uh, Luffy, and, and Ichigo. No one, no, no one likes the dude from Black Clover. <laughs> no, no, Asta's cool. No, Asta is definitely cool, but we don't need someone whose Look, power is fucking. Alex, screaming. you haven't, you didn't even watch the whole thing. It does get. Better. I watched oh enough. <laughs> yeah, you watch enough. Aka, you didn't watch the whole thing. Shut up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nah, it does get uh actually better, though. You could argue that you shouldn't have to wait for it to get better, but that's a whole nother topic. Um, Can we put Tanjiro in this from Demon Slayer? Honestly, I would. Before I would, I would put. Uh, you got to put Kenshiro in there from Fist of the North Star. Because mm. we got to include a JoJo. We got to include at least one. Which one though? I think you got to go with Jotaro. Jotaro is the most iconic. Either, either that or Joe. Yes, I, yeah. I, I don't, I, and you know, and I, I, I really like Jordan, though. Man. I oh, Jordan is my favorite JoJo. I, I really like Jordan, though. Like, if I had to pick like my own, like what seven, seven people from from the Justice League, it would mm. mine would be very simple. Uh, Goku, Ichigo, Luffy. Um, that's three right there. Then you have Gintoki as the Flash. <laughs> uh, that's that's my that's my flash. That's the comic relief. All right. Uh, then you have my man Soma uh, from from Sokigeki. That's the cook. He that's the cook. He's the one that's taking care of everybody. He's he's the one that's just making sure everyone's fed. All right. Then you got Senku from medicine and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, how many? How, what number am I? You need, at? You, need you need one more. Need one more. And then you got like. You just bring it. I feel like I need a female in here, or I will be hated upon like, <laughs> tremendously. Um, man, I was just gonna say you put in Saitama. That's really who you call. When stuff if you wanted, getting... if you wanted a female character, why not Maka from Soul Eater? Oh yeah, that, I would that's a great. I would rather go with uh, Rimuru. Oh, from Slime Tense. Gender neutral. Yeah, that counts. I rather go. I rather go with Rimuru. Um, okay. I, I dig it. I dig it. I think if I had to pick seven, I'd pick... I, I'd put in the big three, because I almost feel obligated to. Uh, Naruto, Ichigo, Luffy. Um, I would go probably with Jotaro for a Jojo. Uh, Kinshiro from Fist of the North Star. Um, I, I would put Tanjiro in there, because we need, like, the heart of a group. And he's gonna cry for everyone when he kills him anyway. Ichigo, Ichigo is not the heart. <laughs> like, Ichigo, 
Now nah, Ichigo's a savage. Let's be real. Ichigo he is a is, savage. He is. He is definitely the savage. Like afterwards, he'll have the introspection, but not during. Tanjiro will have the introspection while he's stacking a motherfucker to death. <laughs> um, it's true. And you know what? I've already mentioned. I'll put Maka from Soul Eater in there because we need the girl power. Alright, um... And if you put Maka in there, you get a freebie with Soul. Because <laughs> they're true. a package deal. That, that's two characters. She's... Cheating a little bit, but it's allowed. They are a package. Hmm. hmm. There's a Damn, part of this my, is hard. There's a part of my brain that's like... So there's different, like, leagues for, like... Now, let's say if, like if we were teaching like a new generation right so mm -hmm. then i would have like kuro sensei in there mm -hmm. uh, uh midoriya gong like tanjiro like under the tutage of like kuro man like just those those four alone would be damn near unstoppable right and then you throw in boma from dragon ball z just as the tech to get things fixed uh so that's five right there um, who's another like young like protagonist that is like Yuji Yuji from uh yeah I was I would say Yuji um damn what's the from Jujutsu Kaisen I can slide mm, it in there okay um you know he got the whole demon demon thing uh I wouldn't put Asta in there though I would probably put <sighs> I part of my brain want to say ash catch him but it took him like 30 years to win like to be a world champion hey, to... at, at this point ash catch him is like a fucking employer's dream he is a what a 10 year old with 30 with years of experience the, with all the work experience in the world look man like as, as i gave up a long time ago i'm happy he did it but like a parent like that's the equivalent of like like one of my cousins calling me and they're like I finally got my high school diploma. It's like, bro, it's been 25 years. I don't care. No You're 55 <laughs> years old. <laughs> so what? Like, what are you going to do with it now? But, I mean, Ash is, is eternally 10 years old, I guess. He never grows up, so. He's accomplished a lot in his 10th year of life. I will say that. I know. It's like, damn. Like, he really gets a lot done in a day. <laughs> like, Yeah, he does. Like, Tom works different in that, all right? Let's be very real. Would no one put Edward Eric in their group? Ed, you know, Ed, you know, no, I would put him there. Edward Elric, and we kind of skipped over him. Like, Alchemist is no joke, yo. That's true. I, I it's it's a good question. Um, I don't know. There, there's so many different ways you can go with this. I will say, if I could expand the list a little bit and have like somewhat non shonen esque characters in this, I might put the major from Ghost in the Shell in as like a tech expert. That's true. Because um, I don't really consider Ghost in the Shell to be strictly um, shonen. It has shonen aspects to it, but yeah. it's not really a strictly shonen anime. It's a lot of drama going on there. So do you have your seven yet, Shinoda? I do. Uh, big three. Obligated. Okay. You, you gotta. Edward. Um, cool guy. Smart. Funny as hell, too. You're, do, you're unintentionally doing the live long and prosper thing nice oh i, I didn't even mean to oh <laughs> um, aaron yeager oh fuck that 
probably not the greatest oh. idea to put him with a team. <laughs> like the greatest international villain. <laughs> Look, he did. This is before war crimes level. All right, before <laughs> then. Just no. coming up to random teammates. I hate people that are free. I'm like a level of <laughs> a level of war crime to rival Usada Pekara. Um, let's see. Alibaba from uh, Maggie. That's actually okay. a good choice. That's a good. That's a good. All right, that's five. You need two more. Mm-hmm. Gotta put Gintoki in there because you gotta have comedy. Okay, your comic and relief like, character. Okay. He's good. I love Gintoki. One more. Who's your wild card? Come on. <laughs> he's what's thinking hard about from... this too. Oh, what's this name from uh Nah that barely a shonen. I'm I'm thinking Eden of the East uh, for a second. Um the main character from it. What's oh, his name? Oh, um Takizawa. No, you know what? No, you know what? You know what? Never mind. I got someone. Watch the Stampede. Oh, Vash, yes. Okay. He's okay. He, that would definitely be a wild card character for sure. <laughs> All right. So there you go. There's our, our lineups for our Anime Justice League. All right, next question. Uh, also comes from Class Ulysses. Do you guys watch any documentaries? If so, what is your favorite? Uh, Favorite? I watched the Nickelodeon documentary, and it was fantastic. Is that the, is that the one what that recently came out? Yeah. Um, like last year, early this year. Yeah. Um, I think it was like early this year, late last year, something like that. Yeah, it was it was really good. It just like all the stuff that went into like building that company. I, I like things I like fascinating things like that. Mm. Um I, I, I saw thirteen twelve years of slaves and that made me want to choke people. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't I, I wouldn't recommend yeah, that yeah. <laughs> like as a as a watch I watched that and I was like, I just feel like I need to get revenge for I gotta all, choke like, a bitch. I gotta, I just, <clears throat> come on, honey, we're going to Starbucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's really it. Um, as far as documentaries, I don't think I have an all, I don't think I have an all time favorite. Like if I can, like if someone was like, what is a, something that you'd be quick to show somebody? I don't think I have that. Not for documentaries, I don't think. I think if I had to like point to, I, I do watch documentaries from time to time. Like I, one thing I love doing is watching like the um, the science oriented like YouTube channels um, for all the content they put out, especially like the astronomy ones because it's something I've always been interested in. Uh, one of my favorite documentaries I ever watched was BBC's Planet Earth. I, that was okay. so well done, so well put together. Of course, narrated by David Attenborough, who you can never go wrong with. That voice is so iconic. And, and like everything is like even here <laughs> life clings to existence i can't do a good british accent i'm sorry um yeah i i love watching like nature documentaries and like astronomy documentaries um i will say one thing i've gotten into um recently is more of like the long form i, I don't know if you call them commentaries or reviews on on youtube like um what was it um I think it was uh fuck 
the guy that does Bright Sun Films, I cannot think of his name on on YouTube. He does like the goes to the abandoned places and um, <laughs> talk, talks uh, d- does Defunct Land. Um, that was one of the one of the big shows that he does on YouTube. And recently, he did a, a documentary that he did about the um, that sound that used to play during the Disney Channel um, like in between cards that music that played it was never credited like the guy never got Wait, any kind really? of credit or residuals for that music and like it was a whole the, the whole video was about him trying to track down who it was that did this so he get all the credit funny thing is with all the stuff that happened with disney recently with the ceo stepping down it was the same day that that video went out oh shit it's like everyone wow, was like fucking, <laughs> fucking defunct land drops this video CEO of Disney steps down because it's like saying Disney doesn't give their artists credit for shit. Oh, fuck. Did y'all ever see um, now that I think about it, did y'all ever see uh, uh, Stan Lee's uh, Superhumans? It's old. Yeah, I, I it it's was a, a little bit of it. It was a um, it was like a series, wasn't it on Sci-Fi Channel? Yeah. 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 I used to really like that. I used to love that. Um, I watched so a few episodes of that. That uh, WWE has this thing called Twenty Four, where it's like you just get to see like wrestlers' like mm. life and things like that. Those are always good. Um, yeah, that's really that's really it when it comes to like documentaries uh, for me. Mm. Um, unless I'm watching like behind the scenes stuff of like like an actor or like. Like this is behind, like once again the Nickelodeon thing, right? If I'm seeing mm-hmm. like the behind the scenes, like this is how what? Moana was made, you know. This is how it sounded for the Rock to sing without auto tune, because, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, because Dwayne are, Johnson can't sing. The, the Rock, the Rock can do a lot of stuff, but he cannot singing, sing. The singing he is not one of them. <laughs> like, he, can, not... he cannot sing. Um, what's that? I time? personally don't really watch documentaries too often so i'm gonna go with something documentary adjacent um one of my favorite content creators he's a science communicator uh he's called kyle hill um he's made a bunch of he's made a lot of videos over the years um he has a specific playlist called half-life histories which is basically all about nuclear incidents um and it's beautifully put together well researched uh well thought out scripted amazingly i love it he also has a um series of videos um called expedition chernobyl where he he basically uh went to chernobyl right before the invasion of uh ukraine and he basically exposed it as how it really is instead of the how most people try to uh portray it as a horrifying place that's like full of radiation or whatever and it's terrifying it's like no he, he, he just exposed it no it's just a regular place that in doused in radiation like things are mostly fine now it's a very abandoned um, place that's been doused in radiation very abandoned but there is actually a good amount of people there a lot of scientists that are still there maintaining it and uh keeping track of everything um that's happened to the land and the animals uh over there it's actually really really greatly done um i would highly recommend checking that out 
Um, I don't watch too many documentaries anymore because, like, a lot of them just make me too depressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you were talking about behind-the-scenes stuff. One thing that's sort of behind-the-scenes that I really like to watch is on Netflix. Um, and it's it's been multiple seasons now. Um, it's called Formula One Drive to Survive. I love motorsports. I, I really love Formula One, too. And it's basically where it, it's a show that – or a documentary show that follows a team around for an entire season. Um and just shows all the stuff that goes on, like getting to the tracks and practice and qualify, like all the shit that goes into it behind the scenes. Yeah. Fuck, how could I forget? Um, the Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. That that is the one documentary that stands out. It is a documentary about Miyazaki from Studio Ghibli. Oh um, I've heard ooh, about this. I haven't ooh. seen it. Is it good? It is fantastic. Um because it follows his life and like what the production was like and it takes you into his like his mindset anybody that 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 likes studio ghibli that's a fan of uh of miyazaki uh it is something i i strongly encourage you to to check out it's really 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 good i seen it like once and i can still vividly remember like the feelings i've had um it is maybe like twice but it was like the first time I've ever seen a documentary and probably like the last of like something anime related, right? Mm. It's not like it's not like I've ever seen a documentary on like this is how Funimation was born and how they underpay people or this is or this is how Netflix really got into like picking up the anime market. Like there, I don't there see was a, There was a Netflix or a, a documentary on Netflix. I want to say it was like 2 maybe 3 years ago at this point. Um about anime and I watched it and it was so surface level <laughs> like it didn't delve into anything yeah it felt like it was made by people who liked anime it just felt like they it felt just like found it, out what the word was it felt like it was made by like executives who thought well this stuff is kind of making us money let's just throw some stuff together that's about this people will watch it I just know what manga is it's this thing is. <laughs> yeah um, that is the number one thing I will reach out to people called kingdom of dreams and madness mm. came out 20 man i wasn't like i had just got out of high school around this time so it a million years ago yeah pretty is is a while it's a while ago um but uh yeah <laughs> tell me Check about it, it. <laughs> uh oh the great war channel on youtube is also something i i do like um orc in the chat mentioned it um talk, it talks a lot about world war one um a, a war that's kind of been forgotten, honestly. Everyone talks about World War II today, which obviously was the more destructive and uh, costly war, but, like, World War One was the direct cause of, of World War II, so... <laughs> um, uh, wasn't it... Oh, uh, 2013? Was it 2013 that that uh, documentary came out? I don't know. Has it really been now for that long? Jesus. Yeah, I got... Almost a I decade graduated. now. Yeah, that, that seems around the time. Yeah, okay. that would make sense because I was college. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right, then the last question we're going to do, um, I I know that last time we were, did a WTF, we mentioned that every one of the questions that had been answered asked in our, uh, our Discord server was going to be answered here. Uh, since there's only two regulars here, myself and Jenoda, I figured we'd pick three of them uh, and then hold over the rest for our WTF on January 2nd, which um, I think, uh, myself and Shinoda, well, and how 
uh, Berger. Who knows what's going to happen? I think it's going to be good that we'll have more questions to answer. Um, but the last question we're going to touch on here is uh, kind of topical. It's from Horny Ozzy in our Discord server. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas song that is not a Christmas carol? Oh. Your favorite Christmas song that is not specifically a Christmas carol. Something like Silent Night or Jingle Bells or... Aren't the, oh, but, the, but aren't those Christmas carols, though? No, no, I'm what, saying something that's not like those. Oh, something that's not like that, but is it? Can y'all can y'all give an example? Because like, well, Mariah been, Carey is all I want for Christmas is you. I, I've been so desensitized. Like that's all I hear at the mall. So uh, I don't, <laughs> every every American is completely desensitized <laughs> to that song. That and and wonderful Christmas time. I was like, God damn it! If I hear these songs any, one more damn time, um, who? A Christmas song oh. that's not a Christmas carol. All right. While you think about that, um, so I used to work in a grocery store called Giant, and you know, during um, during Christmas time, they played all the Christmas carols or whatever, and like Christmas songs as well on the loudspeaker. It was just playing constantly and consistently that my mind has tuned out all those songs like I do even if it comes out even if it came out on radio today like like I'm just going to work and I'm listening to the radio while I'm driving I will not hear that song like my brain will automatically tune it out so I I really haven't heard any Christmas songs or carols in years because my brain just automatically puts white noise filter on it. <laughs> I don't have any favorites because of that. It's great, but at the same time, I'm kind of sad because I'm missing out on that like Christmas part of the songs. If I had to pick one for myself, I'd probably say White Christmas by Bing Crosby. But don't that well not a Christmas Carol, so you're absolutely right. I don't know. There's something about that song I've always just really liked. I think part of it is because uh, it's about snowing on Christmas Day, and I live in a place where not only does it not snow on Christmas Day, it just doesn't snow. So there's always been some kind of a magical quality to that song to me. I'm trying to really think of a song, and the only thing I can think of is... Uh, a song I wrote. Oh no! Pull, called "Pull Out." <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's a Christmas song. I I made it in December, so that's the only connection oh. I re- as, uh, That's <laughs> the only connection I have to it. Um, I used to do song parodies, and like I took Childish Gambino, <laughs> oh, no. Red Bull, oh no, and, tu- and, and made it and turned it to a song called "Pull Out," and. <laughs> And I remember I performed it on this for the first time ever, December sixteenth, two thousand who two thousand and seventeen. Yep, 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 yep. God damn! <laughs> I enter chat and the first thing I hear is a song I wrote called "Pull Out." <laughs> Classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Welcome, welcome, and silly frog. I'm sorry. That's the first thing you heard. 
December, yep, December 17th. <coughs> it was a Sunday at an open mic. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to go with the crowd. <laughs> but I know I opened it as. This is for, this is for How did the crowd take it? I'm curious now. Oh, it was great. <laughs> hey, listen, with enough alcohol, with enough alcohol, anything is funny. It was a good yeah. setup. It was a great setup to it. I was like, this is for everyone. This is for all these fellas over here who have these women for just a little holiday season. And it was just a <laughs> reminder of pulling out when the going gets rough. And I don't it remember. Is, uh... It's good advice. It's good. It's I great re- advice. I remember one woman walked out, so I thought it was bad. <laughs> I thought it was bad, but I saw two dudes in the back, and like I don't know if they just didn't brush their teeth, so like I saw like this yellow gleam, oh, and no. I was, and I was like, "That's a sign from God." That's were they the weeps? I don't know what they were, <laughs> but I know I, I know I finished the rest of the song, and at the end of it, I was taking pictures and shit. So like. <laughs> Was how it, was you, a, it was, so you said one woman walked out. How do you know that she just wasn't someone who really liked cream pies? I mean, so, you know, I, this I, bitch I, in here talking about pulling out. You better not pull out with you and me. I, I you know what? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she was somebody that was really trying to get the bag, and I just fucked up her plan. <laughs> <laughs> she had a grand Damn. plan, and you she, fucked she, it up. I messed it up. I, I, I was. I was messed it up. She, they was gonna go home that night, and they was like, "Yup." And I, and I put this whole message about pulling out. Mm. <laughs> Don't be selfish. It's not worth it. <laughs> oh, uh, Orc also brought up uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra songs. Uh, like their Christmas songs are also really good. <laughs> Which uh, one was that? Trans Siberian Orchestra. Um, you've probably heard one of their songs, even if you don't know the the name, uh, Sarajevo twelve twenty four. Isn't that uh, the best type of music though? When like you've heard it, but like you, you don't just know don't the name, know, you just don't know it. But you're like, oh yeah, I've heard that before. Like half of the meme songs out there, like I know the song, I know what meme it's from. Fuck if I know what the song is called. <laughs> yeah. And then you just type like fucking shitty meme into Google. Boom, there's the song. The internet is a wonderful place like that. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. So should we actually uh, get into some stuff that we want to talk about? Sure. Absolutely. Let's go. We were originally supposed to do this WTF last Monday right after Thanksgiving. So I want to talk about that first since I know that Chinoda wanted to talk about Turkey Day. What did you eat for Turkey Day, right. Chinoda? Please. Oh, uh, let's see. The... So I actually got invited to my friend's house. Uh, Friendsgiving for Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, no, no. I had a Friendsgiving after as well. This oh. was uh. Oh, you just, got three uh, fucking meals. You fat bastard. No, two. Only two. I oh. did Thanksgiving and then uh Friendsgiving on the Saturday after. Um. But no, we had. We had a good amount of stuff. We had got peas, corn, um. Turkey that was already cut up so that it was just easier to have. Some damn good mashed potato gravy that was, was simmered in um the turkey juices. Oh man, that <laughs> spread was nice. He's making me hungry. <laughs> I've done this to myself, but he's we making also, me hungry. I also um had a fun experience of so I've I've had, had sauerkraut before in my life I've had it uh, a couple times sauerkraut but is like delicious 
I didn't appreciate it back then, though. Like, I was like, okay, I can eat this, but I don't like it. I had it again this year, and I'm like, oh. Oh, this tastes different. This is, like, good now. So now I actually like sauerkraut, this and I gotta have the, more of it. This is what these like, crackers what down south like so much. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's because I've had it a couple times now, and I've gotten used to the taste, or if it was just different. I don't know what it is, but now I'm like, yo, this is actually a great side to go with a lot of things. Sauerkraut on oh, and of course, is just perfection and of course stuffing because mm. gotta have stuffing uh, and then we uh did some what what did we have we don't we, we had don't have some... we don't have stuffing in the south we have dressing oh uh, this ain't the south <laughs> it's, it's very different we oh, don't I'm put sure. it we don't put it in the turkey's ass we just wait for the drippings to come out of the turkey's ass and we spread that on some cornbread and then we went outside, uh, we had a fire pit going outside, and we drank wine over the fire. Now that's the good so, shit. Yeah. It was a damn nice day. I got a little bit buzzed. It was it was nice. <laughs> it was very nice. How about you guys? Did you do anything for uh, Thanksgiving burger? I'm, laugh I'm laughing so hard because I did the exact fucking <laughs> opposite of absolutely nothing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was playing. Guess what? Me too, because I had to work that night. <laughs> I didn't have to work. I don't think. No, I don't have to work. I had something I had to do the very next day. Um, and it was just me and my wife. And the I think we ordered out. Like we ordered pizza <laughs> because we was lazy. And all I remember doing was playing Mario Party on a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Yo, let's go! <laughs> the N64 emulator version. Oh, you went back! Oh, shit! Man. That I was supposed to play with my wife, but she drew... On her first turn, she hit the one dice. No! So she was last, so she dropped out and I had to play with two controllers against two CPUs. Oh shit, and I still lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you still lose? Oh no, bro, these fucking like these dudes just kept spawning next to the fucking these, star. I was like, yo, these CPUs, they can't that's too too powerful for me. Fucking told be like, I'm over here next turn. Oh wow, a ten. Let me just grab that. Oh, alright. What? The star is like literally three spaces ahead of you? Well, let me grab that shit too. Um, the computer, uh, the computer control player just rolling nat twenties constantly. Oh, I was so fucking bad. <laughs> but at least you had fun. You know, I don't even think I had that honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you just had a time. I, uh, at one point, it was just like, I ain't gonna fucking let these CPUs do this to me. And by the end of it, they definitely did do it to me. <laughs> and I just had the. I just left. I just lived with the L. I was like, man, fuck it. <laughs> Some, sometimes you just got to take that L, man. <laughs> you just got to take it. Hey, man. It be that way sometimes. Huh. But I'm glad your Thanksgiving was popping, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I, got to, I got to live it through you just now. That's what That's I, right. I felt. Vicariously through Chinook. I'm glad to hear that. I really I, am. 
I mean, I, my Thanksgiving wasn't as poppin' as losing the CPUs in Mario Kart or Mario Party, but I was playing with two controllers. <laughs> like, but I did have I did get to spend uh, the day after Thanksgiving with my mom and dad. Um, they actually came over and they brought all the leftovers from Thanksgiving Aww. dinner to my apartment, and we actually just had we ate there in my here in my apartment together. Um, nice. Hey, to some, be fair, Alex. Hmm. Like that's when the food is really good because the flavors had time to congeal, and that's when it's real nice. Well, especially the gravy, because exactly. that gravy, that gravy was like as thick as fucking Jello, and you just shake the <laughs> shake the container. That gravy is going. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> that's how you know it's gonna hit right. <laughs> I I did get offered, and I was like, hell no! Like people was like, yo, you just moved into your new place. Why don't we do like? An apartment celebration to have Thanksgiving over at your place. And like I was a Thanksgiving like, housewarming. And I was like, hell no. What? You lost your mind? Do y'all not know? I have carpet in my in my apartment. <laughs> not, no, y'all not putting y'all feet on my damn floor. Absolutely <laughs> not. And I think that's what sealed my feet. <laughs> like, right there. It's like, so. That's the Mario gods were not smiling on you. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I probably lost that Mario Party game because I went in there. I was like, I'm about to be Chris Pratt. And I got my ass demolished. <laughs> like, <laughs> should never put that bad juju on me. <laughs> like, so, since we brought it up, can we actually talk about the Mario movie that's coming out? I, yeah, oh, you God. Know, I would like to talk. I would like to talk about it for two reasons. A, just how important is it that this movie succeeds? Like, we can talk. We can talk. We can shit on like Chris Pratt's performance. Right. Or we can shit on Nintendo, which is very popular to do right now. It's very popular They're over here canceling Smash tournaments and then being like, we didn't know. Just taking oh, just fat L after man, fat the, L. The fact that that drama is still going on is keeping me alive and in good health. I, just, I love me, the tea. It, it makes me wonder, like, if you're genuinely a Nintendo fan, and I mean, like, genuinely, like, you're a fanboy or a fangirl of Nintendo, and you know all this stuff is going on, my genuine question to you is why? Why are you still a fan? This company doesn't like you. They really don't. They really bank off your nostalgia. They really do. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you play Pokemon Scarlet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, oh. to, okay. In fairness to Nintendo, this is one time where I will actually give them the praise they deserve. They are actually letting people get refunds. So... It's a step in the right direction. It's a very small step, but it's a step. And don't change the fact that I had to play through that shitty game for like the fact hour. that it launched like that. God. Ah, see, if you if the last Pokemon game you played was Pokemon Red, you don't have to worry about that shit at all. I mean, you know, it's crazy because like I was playing what like Marvel's Midnight Suns, whatever that is right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. playing that right now. And, like, I'm noticing, I'm like, yo, because I played Sonic Frontiers not too long ago either. And I'm like, I don't think I've, I don't think I've played the game that's, like, next gen that haven't, that hasn't fucking crashed on me randomly out of nowhere. Like, that's like, sad. Jesus. These games just get come out and they're like, oh, man, it's, don't worry. We'll put a patch to it. Don't, we'll, we'll fix it later. And it's like, damn, imagine that was the mindset during the PS2 era. Like, 
I don't think gaming would. I don't think that. I don't think gaming would have been as thriving as it was. Imagine this what? mindset before like internet connectivity to everything, where no. the game you got was the game you got. There was no DLC. That's it. It's like there's nothing else. I think so. When when DLC first came out in like the mid <clears throat> to late two thousands, I, I think there was a lot of companies that were kind of lax to do too much with it because they came from that time where you had to ship a completed game or the game was just fucked um and nowadays we see it being used as such a crutch by game developers as like well we'll get it to a nearly complete state to where it's at least shippable and then we'll fix it later yeah it's a damn shame man like the amount of like <laughs> Like I'm playing, like so I'm playing Marvel, right? And I'm like, and the only reason I'm playing it is because it reminds me of a game called Beta Kaitos. It's like XCOM. Mm. It's it's very card based, which is something I can get into. Um, story, I ain't really gonna talk about that. But as something like strategy wise, I can I can do that. Um, but it's like, fuck, I gotta pay for costumes. Like they got like fifteen dollars. To get to have Wolverine dress up with a fucking cowboy hat, like our really everything like, is a microtransaction. Dude, Seriously, I everything. remember, I remember how mad I used to be on the PS3, looking at Dead or Alive, being like, "Why is there so much fucking DLC here? Like, <laughs> like the amount of DLC here costs more than the fucking game itself." And, like, they're yep. not even trying at this point. It's like, here's the wedding dress pack. And it's like, what's happening? Like, wh who's putting these decisions together? And who's like, buying it? <laughs> I will say, I will say, it's become really popular to, to hate on Rockstar for how they've handled, like, GTA Online. At least to their credit, all the DLC has been free. You just have to grind for the things that you get. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with grinding as long as it's grindable, like, as long as it's, like, reasonable, right? I, and I know that the, the major, like, complaint is that it takes so long to grind that obviously you're going to buy the whole, like, shark cards in-game. Like, um, and that's the thing. It's like, bro, I got to work at a certain time. I can't be, like, I don't, like... it. A lot, a lot of uh, game devs these days just don't respect a person's time. It's one of the biggest problems that and they like, use the whole dlc thing as, as a crutch because they can just no, like we'll fix yeah. it later it's it's the same thing as like we'll fix it in post i have a friend uh i have a friend of mine who said that when he was a kid he was only allowed to game on the weekend because he was doing because his, his parents just wouldn't let him and even on the weekend he was limited to three hours of gaming wow three hours of gaming now for the whole weekend or per day per day so okay. that's not so that's 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 six hours for two days that's six hours man the like the adventures he would go on that one and those one hour those two hours was astonishing if you replace that and you put it with man you had to grind for 45 minutes so you probably only saw five minutes of story sheesh louise yeah I, I, it could it couldn't I, I just don't I, I just don't see it possible I just silly frog in the chat says it really well they respect it so much you can practically buy time <laughs> it's ridiculous man um I, going going back to the Mario movie situation though um mm. 
we kind of got on a tangent there. I, I, <laughs> I like. I really want this movie to succeed because I want this to be. You know, there's there's, there's a there's a pro and there's a con here. Like, as far as like, how does the movie look? Well, it looks fantastic. It's illumination. Uh, it was gonna look good. Yeah, yeah and I, I know a lot of people was like. A lot of people's like, I don't know. I'm like, what? Have y'all not seen Minions? Like, movies has always looked great. Like, like there's never a question about how the movie was going to visibly look. It was always about the story and who was voicing who. Is Charles Mantine gonna be Mario? Right? Nope. And they were and they were like, Well, he's in the movie, he's just not Mario. And we got Chris Pratt. And the first trailer was like, Man, he, he sounds like the the chick from Bob's Burgers, like <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. I'm like, like it's so. I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe that was just a bad take he did. All right, and then you know, I watched this new trailer, and I'm like, oh damn, he is phoning it in. All right, let's go. Let's like, go. stop. <laughs> Like we're really doing to, this. This, uh, to this be, is to how be it's fair, gonna be. To be fair, and you probably know this, Burger. But for animated movies or animated projects in general, sometimes in the trailers you get like alternate takes that don't necessarily make it into the final product in the trailer. Yeah, always happens a lot, a lot of times. Um, you don't necessarily get that as much in um, in live action movies. Sometimes you just get entire scenes that don't make it the cut. But um, in, in in animated like trailers, you tend to get a lot of alternate takes that don't make it to the final cut of the movie. So I, I was wondering if that was what we got too. Was like this, which is a really bad take. They just didn't have time to do the pickup for, and like we'll fix it later for the final product. I doubt it. They're they are so like. There's a lot of quality control when it comes to this uh, to this animation. It mm-hmm. just doesn't feel it. Like when you hear how Jack Black is like his presentation of Bowser, it's like everyone is doable. Everyone is really good. It's just that Chris, and it's not like he Chris Pratt can't voice act right. He was Emmett in the Lego Movie, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was an okay role, but him as Mario, it didn't. It just feels like I look at it like this when I watch Jack Black play Bowser in my mind as a voice actor I can feel bro this is probably one of the greatest things for him right now he's super happy to play this character you can just tell well he's a and big freaking nerd so super like it's like he's a fan and then when I look at Chris Pratt it's like oh it feels like it's a payday yeah that's how it comes off in the trailer like like you said phoning it in and, and that's you know and like I know he could do it, and like, it looked like yo. Look, I'm already working on this Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't really got all the time for this, so y'all gonna get the best. This is the best y'all gonna get. I want this to succeed because I like the idea of like, like other like. Man, I would lose my fucking mind if we got a Metroid Prime movie. Oh shit! Oh my god, that would be insane. Yeah. Like, before any other franchise, like. Before the Legend of Zelda, because I don't think the world is ready for the Legend of Zelda movie just yet, but a Metroid Prime movie? I guarantee you if they ever do like a live action or or even a, um, a animated version of Legend of Zelda, no matter who they get to voice Link, because you can't have a silent protagonist like that who's your main character in a, in a fucking feature film, um, whoever they get will get shit on. No matter who it is. And and you know and like we're we're seeing like we're, the Sonic movie came out mm-hmm. and and that's doing well, um, 
for a damn good reason. The the movies are actually really good. I, I saw them. I highly recommend them. I, I'm like, this is this is pretty solid, right? But we've seen adaptations. Like, I've seen a Prince of Persia film before, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Great. Why'd you have to remind me of that? <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, all, wasn't all that great, right? I've seen a Final Fantasy film before. It's all right. I'm not like, you know, unless we're talking like Avid of Children and things like that. But there hasn't been this real focus on this is a Hollywood budget like film like they're mm. putting a lot of money into this Mario movie right they put a lot of money into this Sonic movie it's so damn much that the studio that did it went out of went bankrupt doing it yeah <laughs> um, you know to, to that studio's credit though they actually listen to fan like input and, and I appreciate it that, shows man. it really shows if you're gonna burn if you're gonna burn if you're gonna set yourself on fire at least do it for a good cause and mm-hmm. they definitely did um but like if this Mario succeeds, does this open up the door for like a Kirby movie? Do I really want a Kirby movie? Do I want a Splatoon film? Um, I think a Splatoon film could really work. Um, the, the, the crazy thing to me is over the years, there has been ample opportunity for uh, like Nintendo to do anime projects and they haven't. And I've always wondered why. I, I just think like, like gaming is so big now where it's like, it it really can't be like denied, right? Like so this Super Mario movie is a real is a real big gamble, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is like you, you even see it with anime, right? Anime is now coming over here to theaters. Like yeah. it's at selected theaters, but it's still in theaters. At one point It's getting just have- wider and wider though. Like Natai and I have been talking about this, um, how like really it popped off with um uh your name. Like, Your Name was the big thing that kind of opened the floodgates, we think, at least. Um, and now you're seeing more and more theaters be willing to have, like, whole weekends or entire, like, two or three weeks just dedicated to actual anime movies now. It's great to see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I Like I said, I'm 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 going to watch tomorrow, uh, what, like I said, Quincentral Contruplets tomorrow. Uh, Wait, that's tomorrow? You, 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 Burger, you, you tried. You tried with that title. You really did. Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. It it's me. a difficult title to say. Quintessential quintuplets. The the anime with the sisters. That's, that that where the second the season completely nerfed how they looked? Yeah. Those girls anime. had some thick-ass thighs and big asses in the first season, and now they look fucking like stick figures. I'm so pissed. The anime with the budget, and then surprisingly for season two, they look like, all right, not only are we going to change your hair color to, like, black, which I guess is more next to the manga i guess i don't know um but we're gonna we're gonna give you the five <laughs> we're gonna give you we're gonna we're gonna drop a lot of this budget all right we're gonna we're gonna save some of this money so we can give this to the mario movie um <laughs> that that that's that's what it feels like to me hmm. um but i i you know I'm, I'm glad i get to see that now like mm-hmm. that's going to be in a theater that's crazy to me i never thought like i would get to a point where i can on a anytime one piece was red film one piece was just in theaters my boy jose was the engineer for that entire thing oh shit like, really yeah he did the entire he he was the sound engineer jose um Hell sandoval, yeah. sandoval um that's insane to think about he's in texas i'm over here in new jersey i'm watching it like i'm watching it dubbed over here Dragon Ball Z, the the Broly movie, another 
big, big moment. Demon Slayer, yeah. Moving Train, another big, big film. The highest yeah. grossing film of 2020. <laughs> now, like, now we're getting the Super Mario movie, and I'm I'm all for it. Um, but I want the focus, but like clearly when it came to casting, there was a big focus on well, we have to worry about marketing. And that's where I think Chris Pratt really falls in line, right? Because he's like He's a known name. He really he's is. He's a known name. If like I can go up to eight people right now and be like, Do you know who Charles Manson is? And they'll be like, Who? who? Right? I'm like, as, the as iconic Mario. as his voice is, a lot of people would just be like, Who? Yeah, they wouldn't know, you know, but people would like but people would be like, oh, I'll go see if Chris Pratt's in it. It's like Kevin Hart being in Borderlands. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why is Kevin Hart in Borderlands and not Claptrap? <laughs> like that, I see no other, I see other no other role he could do. Yeah. Um. But you know, Jack Black, but Jack Black's in it, so I'm like, I'm still cool. I'm still cool with that. The we're seeing a lot of like focus towards like these video game titles in Hollywood now, mm-hmm. and that's great. But it's a double-edged sword. We got the Last of Us um, coming out soon. That's and that's a whole like what's it like a 12, 12 episode series? Like twelve, yeah, twelve or thirteen episode. Like it's on Netflix, I think. Hulu. I, yeah. I don't know who who is where it is, but. So how long does it take before we you know we get some like we've always had you know Pokemon movies. Yeah. Know, at the end of the day. But how long does it take before we get some of the other big hitters, you know, before we get a Splatoon, uh, uh, an Astral Chain? Um, I mean, they all, there is, uh, the more I hear about it, the more leery I feel about it, but there is apparently a Hollywood adaptation of your name coming. Oh, which, God. Which I'm not necessarily, and like, and see, that's the thing. I don't like the idea of taking something that's done and be like, all right, let's give it the Hollywood jazz because nine times out of ten they're gonna fuck it up royally i i will say i'll give them the benefit of the doubt they could do it really great they've already announced that it is going to be more or less americanized meaning the story is going to take place in america it's going to be about american you know teenagers which i'm fine with i think you can still tell i think the story itself is not necessarily culture specific um i think it's something that can be adapted to other cultures um but i'm just so i hmm <laughs> The story of your name is so good because it's about two people with that live different lifestyles, but they're able to, in a sense, like complete like whatever the whatever each one of them is missing, they're able to fill in the void, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the main like the main dude, uh, uh, Taki, he liked it, his coworker, right? He liked it, his boss, and when uh, what's her name, Masuda, Masuha, Mas- Mitsuha. When Masu was in his body, she was able to form that relate to the point where he was relying on her to be like, "Hey, was like when they the ultimate wingman, you're literally into my head." (laughs) It's like, "Yo, go, go back and what am I supposed to do? We're going on a date." It's like, "Oh yeah, like that's very." And now, when Taki was in, like he was able to form like relationships on her, and she was able to fit in in school better, and all these things, and like stand out. I. Could that be done with an American, like, from an American view? Absolutely. Yeah, for right? sure. Because it's all about culture. It's all about accepting who you are. And at the end of the day, other people who can accept you before you can. I can see that happening. No hand, like, without a doubt. Like, easy. But when I see, like, this One Piece film, <laughs> like, on just coming to Netflix, 
Like I get pretty, I get pretty mad, bro. Like I'm like, is it a movie or is it actually? I think it's a series. Oh, it better be a movie. I can't, I can't stand twelve episodes of bad of 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 a real ass Uh, reindeer named Chopper. I can't do it. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't get us started on Cowboy Bebop's live action. Like, and it's just, it just goes to show. Sometimes when you do that, it just fails because it never. It never has the source material in mind. It never has the man. It always has man. Who can we play or who can we get in here that can really like make this thing like stand out and sell it? Yeah, it's like, marketing first, story second. Who like if someone was like, man, do you guys want to see an American version of this of a silent voice? I'm like, hell no, not a Hollywood version. That's but that's that's a story I feel like can be told across cultures because it's kind of universal. It could. Once again, it could, but like I just don't like like any of the Ghibli films like Spirit Away, like a Hollywood version of Spirit Away. I, it just or or the or Sixth Princess, Sense. Yeah, or it's like it or How's Moving Castle, like it, I just can't see it because I've seen shows get butchered already. There's that also some like, things like that that I don't want to see in live action. Like, I feel like animation is the perfect medium to tell that story. Like, Spirited Away, that is the perfect medium to tell that story. Yeah, like, I don't need to see live people, like... And I guess and I guess it's like, because someone was like, so what if, like, Japan took Shrek and made it an anime? Would you be okay with that? I'd be like, Fuck yeah, I want to hear Mamoru yeah, Miyano as Shrek. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be cool. They could probably like, do it better. Let's be very real. <laughs> and like, I, think I don't know. To know you're asking people to improve on perfection. The first Shrek movie is literal cinematic perfection. But you just said it yourself. Mamoru Miyano as Shrek. That would be cool though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Donkey. I'm like, man, <laughs> like if I could see it one more time, yo. I'm all for it. It's just certain things I just like any any modern movie that we've probably seen, right, in an anime format. Hmm. Like I think would absolutely work, right? Like an anime version of Toy Story or Shrek or fuck, I would love to see Zootopia because I I just love that I just love that film so much. Cuz you're a furry. I mean, what? Huh, what? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I just Another one, another one of those mini projects that have been coming out recently that just make you go, I'm not a furry, but I like this. Zootopia, I just remember going there, like, with, like, because I had these, like, I had a group of kids, right? And I was like, oh, I'm going to sit there. I ain't know nothing about I'm it. I'm sorry, the story is getting worse. And I was, and I was just like, yo, this is a movie for adults. <laughs> like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> like, oh, this shit slap. You're talking about, like, racism and complex societal issues. Children don't know yeah. what the fuck is going on. They're like, yeah, ha Fox funny. <laughs> but, like, I see, uh, what, what was that? What's it called? Alita. Alita. Alita Battle Angel, yes. Oh, yeah. I actually, I, I must be in the minority. I fucking love that movie. No, I'm, I loved it as well. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't love it, but I did think it was, oh, I thought it was good. Hmm. There was some, it was some CGI choices that I was like, weird um there was some uncanny valley stuff with the faces i will say yeah but things like could i see like the garden of the garden the garden of words being like 
in a in a Hollywood format. Yeah, because it's just the story of a teacher and a and a and a dude. Um, but like, how much of like how much of the actual message is going to be like brought over versus how much of like how much product placement can we get in this bitch? Like, one of my favorite series of all times is Steingate. Mm-hmm. I I think Hollywood why that would be a format that would be super simple. Because it's just it's it's such a drama and it's such a thriller where you don't need all these like effects and you don't need anything like like you don't need to do a lot of that stuff for this to work. But I feel like they would and I feel like it would take away from like the actual story. Um So that, that, I mean that's just me. You know, like I really once again, I really wanna see this Mario movie do well because I want it to open the doors to like, man, would it be cool if we got a Luigi's mansion movie or like I, I would love the by the time I'm like 45 or 50, 52, you know, and it's like, wow, all these games I played when I was a kid, like, man, we're getting a, a, a fantasy star like film. That's nice. I remember when I played that on the Super Nintendo, like and they're doing well and it brings more respect to the genre. Uh but it's so hard to do that when you when they bring these these shows over and they flop, you know. Like I'm over here telling people that Cowboy Bebop is one of the greatest animes of all time, and then they see this Netflix shit and they're like, "Man, I knew you was full of shit." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, no, that doesn't. That's, that's not that fair, ain't it, that's, Chief. <laughs> that, that's not the right one." Um, man, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but we did a actual uh, review slash spoiler cast on that the live action Cowboy Bebop. John and I have a very different opinion than everybody else. John liked it. We we actually I I enjoyed it for what it was. So did John. We recognize that there are massive flaws with it, but we agreed that if they had kept going with it, it actually probably could have become really good. <laughs> I know. I'm in, I know. I am in the a very small minority that actually enjoyed it, and and I'm not someone who came at it knowing nothing about Cowboy Up. I love the original anime. I have a lot of like good nostalgia about it, and I still enjoyed it. I just didn't like how Faye was. Such, I just didn't like Faye. Like, hello. Oh, I, love, I get it. Like the, the the actress that was playing her. I won't say phoning it in because I don't think she was. Um didn't seem like she cared about like the legacy of the character that much and i think that's a i think that's a problem right if every character john every, cho obviously did like he, he really he really did he was like he was reading he was checking out he was, he was reading like uh the the comic series and all that like, i think he, really, he played spike really well in the in the in the show honestly i really did. i think i think the great the best is jet oh jet yeah 100 percent. he killed it yeah you know i was like I'm like that's every brother, that's every that's every father trying to make it that's trying to make ends meet right. <laughs> Pretty there, much, man. yeah. <laughs> like, that is every dad trying to make ends meet. So I I, I really respected that. Um, we we gotta we gotta wait. I mean, hell, man, we're getting a Sonic three movie that's gonna have Shadow in it, which I didn't think we would ever get to that point. We're I getting thought, a Fallout. Series. I'm excited. We're getting a Fallout series. Um, I actually want to talk about that a little bit. I'm really excited. I've been they, keeping they up some, they uh, with some, it. They uh, released some production stills from that show as well. They did, and it actually looks really good. I'm very excited and a little bit nervous because it's like the universe is there. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows what it is. So, like, 
it'd be difficult to mess it up, but at the same time, this is Hollywood we're talking about, so... And also, are we don't know yet, are they adapting Bethesda's version of Fallout? Are they adapting Interplay's version of Fallout? As a fan, where do you think it should, like, what do you think it should be? Because I think the... The worst thing. I think they should adapt New Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Orc said uh, they confirm it's not connected to the games. Oh, it's not? Okay. Then you know what? If they're just using it as a vessel to tell a story in the universe, I actually. I'm yeah, fine I'm with that. Completely fine with that. That that sounds great, honestly. Honestly, that that's even easier because you really only need the universe. You can tell a lot of story because there's oh, yeah. plenty of stories about it so you don't even we need did... let the games have their stories create uh make have the show do its own story we it did works. an episode of the podcast recently where we talked about some ideas that we had for um like uh anime adaptations of western properties uh one of the things i did bring up was fallout and i thought like a great idea would be like a post fallout new vegas thing like set in and around new vegas where you actually get to see the results of that the decisions that you make in the in the game so i mean i, I agree maybe we'll maybe that, we'll see something like that um which i'm i'm super excited for if that's the case i think that works i think the biggest thing when you bring these shows over and people have like this genuine like like connection towards a certain hmm. so is the one reason why i fucking think the paramore like the halo shit sucks it's like like what <laughs> Stop taking that off your sure damn. hurt my soul. Which, Stop taking off your helmet, Danny. <laughs> which is a, which is an example. I like how they kept calling him Master Cheeks too, because you kept seeing his ass all the time. Um, oh, you kept seeing this, man. That was a great ass, though. It was a it was a fantastic ass. It's an ass I'd love to have, but um, that's all. That's a good example of taking the idea of adapting a story within a universe, but not actually directly adapting something can go wrong. Because they weren't directly adapting any of the games. They were adapting... Or books. Or books. They were essentially adapting what was a prequel to uh, the... Well, a prequel to Reach. I think when you when you do something like... like So anytime you use a, like an iconic character... Mm. like It's why I think Cyberpunk was so successful, other than like that amazing budget and that like their art style and everything around it is that it took place in the cyberpunk world Mm. but you have all these different characters that you can attach yourself to and now going back to the actual game you see like remnants of them there and that makes it even all the more special um for me when i see like watching watching halo i fucking love halo man and i'm like why does man keep crying like why is he so emotional like what does like they're ruining like what like what this this character's legacy what his legacy should the one and only time you see master chief get emotional is at the end of halo 4 it's like yo i I, personally for me you can take any i think taking any world and just building upon the world Hmm. you know is the route to go because then you can have then it's not a direct comparison of all right so I guess this is what really happens. Especially if it's a large, expansive, well-established world like Fallout or like uh, The Elder Scrolls or Star Wars, Star Trek, something like that. Yeah, like, like they're talking about making a Gears of War movie. Mm. As much as people would love to see Batista play Marcus Phoenix, I think it, he should just be another character altogether that's in that world. Like, it doesn't just have to be centered around what they were doing. Other stuff happened. 
There's yeah. other stories that can be tell, told, and I think that's how you build upon the lore. That's how you get, like, why do you think, like, mangas and, like, light novels do so Heck. well? Because they, they surround the characters. What they should have done, done with the Halo stuff is it should have been about a different Spartan altogether, like some a Spartan we've never heard of, and maybe have the Master Chief have a cameo at some point. Yeah, That's what like, it should have been. Unlike it should have been. I don't, <laughs> yeah. uh, Burger, uh, going back to Gears, I don't know if you played it, but Gears Tactics is actually like what you're talking about. It's actually different people, um, different story, and it works so great. It's, it's still the world. It's still all the lore, but just different people, different story. And, like, I loved it. I didn't finish it, but, like, what I did play... It was actually really cool. I like. I don't know if you ever played the the aliens, uh, the alien, the colonial, the aliens games, the um, colonial marines. Yeah, I don't know if you ever played those, but those have like tie-ins to the movie. But what they do is like, hey, while this character was asleep, this is what was going on. So it doesn't like conflict exactly what's going on in the story. It doesn't take away from anything. Mm. And I feel like that works because then when you go back and you play these games, you have this whole like appreciation for like, man, I wonder like these characters that I just saw, I wonder where they are in this world. Like they've already done the groundwork versus I wonder if my favorite character is going to show up now and I hope they don't like ruin them. Um, because let's be real, anytime you play a game with like with a character in it, like when we watched this Mortal Kombat movie, we all had a certain interpretation of like, all right, this is how I think Scorpion should be. And you're either going to hit that or you're going to ruin it. And there's that's it. You know, there there's not gonna be an even middle ground. Like you're either gonna it's either all right, is there are they doing the character I like justice or are they ruin it? It's either one or the other. But when you have a new character, a new person all the you have a new person all together. I think that would be like I think for me if I was to make a like let's say if I was to make a Legend of Zelda like film right and like the story of Legend of Zelda is that there's it's it's not just Link there's like there's different generations where this character is being called like Link and like it's a different world each time they're connected but they're not like it's not the same person it's not if linearly I, connected yeah, you know, unless you're talking like Twilight Princess and Orcagon of Time or whatever. But for me, like, I would change the story up where, like, maybe Ganondorf ain't evil, right? Maybe him and Link are friends in the very beginning. But because of the that, like, that damn curse with Demise or whatever, like, they end up on opposite ends. Like, I don't know if you ever played Sweet Coden 2. Um, but pretty much, like, the, the concept where it's like they're two friends and they just end up on, like, Enemy, ter enemy territories like right like he finds out like Ganondorf finds out that he's a prince oh he gotta go to the desert he see how his people is treated and that's what's really draws like drives the rifts versus like I wonder if I can tell the story of Ocarina Time better cause like you can't like you're really not yeah, and mean, a lot you can, of people you can try and copy the story in which case you have to ask yourself well why not just play the game and get the story that way yeah and like a lot of people who's making these movies aren't in the position no not 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 that they're not in a position but they're not necessarily being like man i'm gonna play this game 
I'm gonna have the whole team learn. We're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna watch all these YouTube. We're gonna watch Zelda Link and Nintendo Black Crisis. We're gonna get all the Zelda lore, and then we're gonna go into it. It's gonna just be like, all right, let's our adaptation on it. And hey, did you do you know everything that happens? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know the gist of it. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> slap slap a title on there. You're good to go. Isn't Zelda yeah, the dude? Isn't Zelda the dude? No, no, no! <laughs> like, it's not. Then who? Then why is the game called The Legend of Zelda? And that, and already you have a losing formula. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I I really don't know. I I hope, like I said, I hope, I hope these movies do well because I hate to see a movie flop. Right? If this movie do well, then maybe we'll get more things. Like hell, we got an actual Super Mario World. Like the like the Super Mario World, it's like in L. I think it's in L.A. It's in L.A. now. I think so. Yeah. Like the yeah. theme park and things like that. Like that stuff is only happening because it's like it's so big now, and like Hollywood's seen it. If like we can profit off of this, um, let's make it happen. Um, so I, I hope it does well. I well, really do. You brought it up earlier. Um, you mentioned Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Uh, yeah. That anime is fantastic. It it is almost certainly going to be nominated for our anime of the year uh, this year. I'm not. It's pro it may not win. Who knows? Uh, but it's definitely going to get the nomination. Um, but I, I want to talk about the actual game that it's based off of because I finally played it. And it, oh, finally, really? You played Pokemon 2077? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I finally, I finally played Cyberpunk 2077. I, I bought it during. It was on sale in October. Uh, I think it was part of some kind of Halloween sale or something. It was like half off, so I ended up spending like thirty bucks on it. Um, and for, I, I held off for a long time. Number one, I was excited for the game when it was first announced and, and the hype leading up to its release. You know, I got caught up in it, but I, t I told myself, I'm going to wait because, number one, I don't know if the computer I have can even play the game in the settings you're supposed to play it on anyway. And number two, I just want to see what the reviews are like when the game comes out. So, Thank God you waited. <laughs> well, the game comes out. It's a fucking shit show, a legendary shit show as we know at this point. Um... And I, I was like, okay, good. I, I, I had a feeling. I'm glad I waited. And then now, after, what, two years, basically, um, people are starting to say, oh, well, they, they've kind of patched a lot, and it, it, it's it's actually a pretty decent game now. It, it, it's, it's really good fun. now. It's fixed. It's, it, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, they're adding stuff, uh, a DLC, like, what is it, like every month, every other month, they're adding new stuff to the game. Um, and I thought, okay, great. Now that it's on sale, it's thirty dollars. It's half off. Now might be a time to jump on it. Um, and then I, I, I bought it. I ran it. My computer seems to run it pretty good at sixty frames per second, constantly. Um, so it's like, all right, sweet. Let let let's do this. So I I finally played it, and this game sucks. <laughs> it is oh. one of it is one of the worst games I think I've ever played in my life. Okay, it's, what do you not like about it? What's your hot take? It's so boring. <laughs> There's uh, nothing to do in this game, and this main story sucks. 
you don't like the fact that your choices matter, but really don't? Like, what are there, you talking no, about? No, I'll give you a great example of this. So we're told our choices matter and they affect the world. Very early on in the game, I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. And I don't even give a shit about these characters' names because they're so poorly written, I couldn't give a shit about what their names are. Um, you're in a, a car with the, the, what's the first fixer's name that you come across? Oh, uh, fuck. The, what's the big his name? dude. A long go. Oh. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about. Black one, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know who I'm talking about. You're riding along in the car, and he asks you a question. Deshaun. That's it, Dexter Deshaun. Thank you. Uh, he's asking you a question like, "Do you want to be uh, remembered for you know going out in a blaze of glory and living a short life, or do you want to play it safe and live a long, comfortable life?" And then, of course, this is a conversation, so it turns to you as the player, and you have to answer the question. The, the answers that you're able to give are I'm not answering that shit or I want to go out in a blaze of glory. Not, it, uh, what if I want to answer if like I want to live a comfortable life? God damn it. Why even give me the goddamn choice if you're not going to give me the choice? That's the kind of shit I mean of how badly written this game is. There are, exactly, you have no choices in this game. You are railroaded into playing the character a very specific way. And of course, your character's name is V, no matter who you play as, whether you're a dude or a chick. Why couldn't they have just gone the Mass Effect route with this? Like, Mass Effect, you always play as Shepard, and Shepard is always going to be the hero. So why don't they just do that? If they're going to railroad you anyway, railroad you well. It's because while you, there are very simple stuff like that that don't really matter, there are a couple choices here and there that do lead to different endings and different uh, outcomes for some storylines. My, my question then becomes, who cares if you don't give a shit about any of the characters because they're so poorly written? You don't like Dex? Like you I you don't. don't. You know, there's you only- You don't like T-Pain? I know. Like, discount T-Pain? Uh, discount T-Pain, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You remember when they were telling us how the clothing you wear matters? They even still say it in the fucking game, and it doesn't fucking matter. You can walk outside naked. No one says anything. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I've played through the entire first act of this game. I think I got like 13 or 14 hours worth of, of playtime. So I've, I've also done a couple of side quests and stuff. The side quests are by far more entertaining than the actual story. Uh, but that's a problem in an RPG. When your side quests are the only thing engaging about your world, that's a problem in an RPG. But at the same time, doesn't that mean your side quests actually explore the world and like show it show off what uh but that's another thing is good about it that's another thing that would be great if the world were interesting they they build up night city as if it's some kind of bustling that's fucking... subjective though no it's not they build it up as if it's some kind of bustling metropolis full of hundreds of thousands of people it literally feels like a small town with skyscrapers that's what it feels like if you feel that way now, you should have saw how we felt the day of release. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying, no, comics. I'm not saying there haven't been improvements. And, and uh, Silly Frog says, yeah, cars run better now. I'm sure they do, but there shouldn't even be driving in this game with how bad the driving mechanics are. Well, oh, I would say the driving is one of the... I, I like the driving. Um, I like the driving a lot more better than I like the shooting. We got a uh, we got redeems of hydrate posture check yeah, and, and stretch. stretch. Yep. Um, 
so I was talking with Soon, who's the DM of our um, our D and D campaign that we're doing, and we were talking about one of the because he actually enjoys the game, but he's just kind of enjoying it for like the side quest stuff, which is is fine. Like if you like the mechanics of it, it that, fine. But he and I are definitely in agreement that one of the problems with this um, uh, game is that they lean way too hard into its source material. Um, the source material for Cyberpunk 2077 is a tabletop RPG game. Um, and it feels like a direct adaptation of that instead of being a computerized version of that. And I think that's that definitely is not a good thing. It's definitely part of the problem, yeah. How can a car be more, more expensive, expensive than, than military-grade military tech? tech? I mean, that's kind of an IRL thing already. There's definitely cars that are more expensive than... Yeah, if you're buying a fucking tech. Beamer or something. <laughs> or a Benz. Still, it's 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 real. I, don't know. I, I expected way more from this game. I, I'm going to say it. Like, as long as the development time for this game was, it needed at least five more years of development. Yeah, I can unfortunately agree at, with that. At, at, the, at the state the game is currently in, even after all of the updates and DLC and, and like, homages even to the, the anime series now that there are in it, which, you know, were nice little touches that I liked, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, but this game isn't worth $5. It really isn't. It's worth $5. Come on, I'm Alex. sorry, it's not. And if I were, it's and worth and it. I, this Jesus also Christ. might be super controversial for me to say, Sheesh. but if I were a developer on this game, I'd leave it off my portfolio. Wow, that's how embarrassed Sheesh. I would be to have worked on this game. <laughs> All right, Alex is uh critiquing a little bit too harsh today mm. on this. Sheesh. We're gonna ignore his opinion. I just. <laughs> I, Not I, worth five dollars. You know the Burger King sneak game is around that price. You're telling me it's <laughs> on the quality of that? Yeah, I do. Sheesh, Luis. I do. There, there are some decent, decent aspects to the game, but there's just so much that's so bad and unpolished. Still, after two Not years, worth five dollars, though. Now I feel like thirty dollars, which is what I spent on it, was like ten times too much. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, th I mean, I could go on and on. Like, the reason that I feel so strongly about this is because I like RPG games. Like, I I love Elder Scrolls. I love Fallout. Um, You're a Skyrim slut. I do. I love Skyrim. If anyone who's been watching my playthrough currently of Skyrim with your mom, the Khajiit, <laughs> um, knows I love Skyrim and I just love fucking around with it. Uh, but. One of the things I was looking forward to with this game is its setting. As much as I like things like The Elder Scrolls, I'm tired of RPGs that take place in medieval or magical settings. I want stuff that takes place in the future. I want stuff that's more about technology than magic um, and, and learning skills that way instead of, you know, arcane shit like go read this spell book and learn the spell, cast fireball, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's one of the reasons I was really excited for it, and I thought that if this does good, and it actually is good, maybe it'll make more RPG developers want to do this. It's why I'm now cautiously optimistic for, um, uh, was it Star... What's the thing that Bethesda is making? Starfall? Starfield. 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 Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Somebody said Skyfall, but that's a fucking James Bond movie. <laughs> um, 
uh, Starfield, which I'm cautiously optimistic for at this point, knowing that it runs on a creation engine has me a little worried, but um, I want more I want more RPGs like that. I want more RPGs that, that are more futuristic or even modern day settings than as opposed to like medieval or magical settings. And it's just it's so disappointing that Cyberpunk isn't anything like what they promised. It's it's barely an RPG. Yeesh. It's RPG light, let's be real. Yeah, it is very light. I just, I really wish they, they had... Except in gameplay aspect. Maybe. Gameplay they... aspect, you, you actually can do multiple different styles of gameplay, and all of them are actually valid. But let's be real. What you're, you're saying is, because you're saying it's not worth fight on. What other games are you putting in this category? What, like... Cause this sounds like this is on your worst game of all time. Oh, it, it is. It, in my in my opinion, it's one of the worst games ever made. Um, so so what so what other games are on this list? What what are your six worst of all time? Oh, games? six worst. Oh, I have to think about that. Um, Fallout seventy six would be on that list. Sadly, um, seventy six was whack. Um, was being keyword. Pretty much any Bethesda game on launch day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about like what my actual like worst games like that I've ever played are. Um, Saying if you're like, man, this is not where like they're ha- like what what is the power putting this in with? Fallout seventy six probably would be like it's it's brethren for sure. Um, I mean, I've, I've I've watched people play it today, and like, yeah, it's certainly better than the day it launched, but it's still not a good game. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the new Saints Row at all. Oh, Saints I, Row would be on that list. I like. I, I can't stand the new Saints Row, but like, I would put Cyberpunk above Saints Row. Uh, mm. Oh, Captain Silly Frog brought up another one. Uh, Spore. Spore is absolutely awful. The hell is Spore? It's that thing that Max. Well, I don't think it was Max's. It was EA, <laughs> but it was like that team at Maxis that did. Uh, it's like The Sims, but Evolution. What? <laughs> like, it's a really weird game. It, it, it's an awful game. Spore. The. What the fuck? The. Speaking of something that was done by the team at um, Maxis, um, uh, the re- the remake of SimCity that was always online for some reason, a single player game that's always online. Oh yeah, that ridiculous shit. <laughs> um, we're two away. We're all right. We're almost there. I, I just uh, need to really get a feel of like what is the worst of the worst for you. Uh, EA's remake of Star Wars Battlefront was god awful. Whoa, hold on, hold on. That game was fun as hell. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me with all the fucking DLC and everything locked behind a paywall? I'm not talking about the DLC. I'm talking about the actual gameplay itself. That was fun. The microtransactions did kill it. The, mi- it yeah, the microtransactions it. made it a terrible game. Like mechanically, I... yeah, the game is fine, but like the how you have to play the game with the microtransactions makes it awful. I will say, um, once they uh, backtracked on that and like completely turned that off, um, if you go back and actually play the game, like even now, it's actually even better. Like it's so much fun. It is insane levels of fun like i can pop up uh whenever and just have a good time it's great now how it launched was despicable and oh, like yeah. never should have been but they did backtrack and fix it 
So I'm really appreciative of that. I, it's just, I feel like Cyberpunk, the, the game, needed at least five more years of development to make it a good game. I think it, I think it still can be a good game, but it's going to be a long road before it's a good game. Um, luckily they're still working on it thankfully we have edge runners which was fan fucking tastic one of the best anime of the year um and it's sad that a linear anime made me feel more engaged and enthralled by night city than the game where i actually get to play inside of night city oh girl emmy low is in that yo (laughs) um oh oh yeah i see unity assassin's creed unity was awful too god it was uh, the buggiest Assassin's Creed. Actually, I've I would say every played. Assassin's Creed after Black Flag has been markedly terrible. Nah, not every. Val- Valhalla one was okay, but I just the story has gone so far off the rails. Story is wild now, yeah. Uh, the first, the first two Assassin's Creed games and the two spinoff Brotherhood and Revelations were fucking fantastic. The Ezio trilogy is great. Um. Yeah, the the AC franchise is really kind of dead, sadly. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I the one thing I will say is, people are bitching at Rockstar and Bethesda for taking so long to develop their new games. I'm glad that they're taking as long as they are. I hope I hope GTA Six doesn't come out for another five years. I really do. I hope it doesn't come out for another ten years because. I think that something that we as consumers and developers need to learn is this word called patience. Like good work, good art takes fucking time. I mean, unfortunately, I, capitalism doesn't work with that. <laughs> I would like to play it in my lifetime. You know, I wouldn't. I would hate as as would I. But I would like to play a good. I would like to play a good game in my lifetime, not a bad game. Be a damn shame if a game come out and it's so damn fantastic, but you know due to the lack of respect, like, I would never be able to enjoy it. I mean, I think what 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 was the old quote that uh, Miyamoto made? Um, uh, a, delay a, game is... is a delay uh, game is bad. Uh, a rush game is bad forever. A delay game is good, or something like that. I, it's not, yeah, something nah, like that. A, 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 yeah. a, rush, a rushed game is bad forever. A delayed game is bad for a minute or something like that a, a delayed game is eventually good or something like that yeah i forget the exact quote but yeah dragon I, I, h4 better be good yeah after inquisition it better be good or i'm done with that franchise i i <laughs> mass effect andromeda, Massive, oh, yeah, mass effect andromeda. yeah can we not anthem. the mass effect oh. andromeda was a absolutely and it still is not a good game the story for that sucks balls Oh man, that's what you put in, but that's what you put in Cyberpunk with like Mass Effect Andromeda? Yeah. Currently, yeah. I mean, obviously it's still in development. They have multiple DLCs planned to come out over the next several months or years, so Man, we throwing it over there with Sonic and Sonic Boom and the Rise of the Lyrics titles. Sheesh. Alright. Uh, that's Alex how little I enjoyed it. this game. And it, it's sad because uh-huh. I wanted to enjoy it. I really I'm did. sorry. I'm sorry it hurt you so much, man. I will say, as much as I have, have shit on the characters and how they're written, there is one character, at least in the first act, that I really, really liked, and that's Victor. I think Victor is pretty fucking awesome. What about my man T-Pain, yo? Like, how you gonna do my man Dex like that? <laughs> like, he was in there for five minutes. He's fine. How you gonna do my man Dex like that, yo? <laughs> like, 
I'm gonna buy you a drink. Like, what's the problem with y'all? I felt like I needed a drink to make it a halfway decent game. (laughs) Shall we move on to the next topic? Because we've been on this for like ever. I want. I want to talk about the public domain because the public domain is a wonderful thing. It means that anyone has the ability to use anything in it to their own purposes, and no one can say shit. Recently. Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain and we're getting a fucking horror movie based off of it and it looks like the schlockiest shit ever and I'm so here for it. Now, Bambi has entered the public domain and there's going to be a horror movie based on Bambi now. I'm here for this. These, uh, these creators are ready. I don't know why the, the, the first instinct that so many creators have um, when these oh. things enter the public domain is to create a horror movie based on it, but I, I'm so here for it. And I love the like the tagline for the, the movie or like the, the through line is Bambi's gonna get revenge for his mother and become a killing machine. I'm here for it. I the only am thing here I for think it. of is are they just gonna strap lasers to Bambi and him going through the forest murdering everyone? Because that would be awesome. No, I want I want Bambi to be a savage. Straight hoofs boxing them hunters one two punch i want it i want to see what happens also the thing on twitter that i saw when this was first announced was everyone being shocked that bambi is a dude was that not common knowledge i did i i thought it was but apparently no one everyone thought that bambi was a chick word i mean bambi's voice was extremely feminine so little boy in the Disney movie, it's sort of ambiguous. I, the, it never crossed my mind that Bambi was a was a good boy. Like, I think, ever. Well, I think the name is actually isn't it Italian for little boy, <laughs> Bambi? Is it? Like, it like never. When did Bambi come out? Nine. Long that's that's true. <laughs> that's true. Or po- points out like uh, female deer don't have antlers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I was I was I was looking at it from that point of view. Why? <laughs> like, Why you gotta say it like it's something gross? I, I was just like I was staring at baby's penis. <laughs> I wasn't looking at it from that point of view. I was just like I was just like I remember watching it. And like never in my head was I was like, man, why they killed this girl's mom like that? <laughs> I do remember when I was a kid and I watched Bambi. It was very traumatic. Yeah, that man, mom got brother, mom got blammed. I was like, damn, like y'all wasn't sick. y'all wasn't playing when y'all said first grade is different from kindergarten. Like, oh, this shit is, shit is real here. I. <laughs> As as much as I, I, I wanna see the because I've seen the trailer for it, like the Winnie the Pooh horror movie looks like it's just amazingly B movie like horror schlock. And I like I said, I'm I'm here for it. I wanna see it. Now when I when I see, I gotta see what this is like when the like the trailers come out for it. But but if it's anything as schlocky as what I've seen so far for the Winnie the Pooh, I'm fucking here for it. And the next thing I cannot wait for to enter the public domain is Sherlock Holmes. I want to see a Sherlock Holmes horror story. Wait, how how long away is that? I don't know exactly when Sherlock Holmes enters the public domain. I do know that uh, Doyle's family is really protective of the copyright today, so... 
They're um, they're really they're really anal. You have to. A great example of that is uh, back in a late 80s i think 88 or 89 there was an episode of star trek the next generation that utilized uh moriarty uh and data was playing sherlock holmes in like a holodeck fantasy thing and they all everyone that wrote the story thought that it was already in the public domain so they could use it and they aired this episode without ever consulting anybody and the family was like "Uh, excuse me They must have gotten some bad doo-doo. They, uh... Oh, shit. I mean, look at what happened with the great Ace Attorney, right? The mm. like, they really changed his name to Herlock. Herlock Schlomes. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they literally ch- to just just so the game could come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the BBC uh show Sherlock, like the Doyle's family, still gets royalties for that show. <laughs> They're, they're super protective of that copyright. I know that. I, I want to say sometime in the 2040s or so is when the copyright finally expires for Sherlock Holmes. So that'll be fun. A Sherlock Holmes horror story. <laughs> I just, right. One thing I love about it, just when stuff goes in the public domain, you get some really creative shit done with stuff. When will, I'm going to look it up. When will... Oh, I think there's actually a, a website that like tracks when certain things enter the public domain. There is actually. I've been on there. Um, Very informative. All right. All right well, what what uh, do you? I, I'm kind of done with this. Tell me what you find out if you do find out when Sherlock Holmes enters the public domain. Sure, I got. You. Uh, but uh, what do you want to talk about, Shinoda? I know we talked Let's about Turkey see. Day earlier, but yeah. Um, I've been catching up on my mail list. Oh, how's um, that been? It's been great. So. Uh, it was between uh, this season and last season where it was dead, no new episodes were coming out, so I was just waiting for something, right? Because hmm. I, I had nothing. Um, let's see, hold on. Um, I had nothing, and I was like, you know, let me look at my uh, list, see, see what I have to, what I've been watching, but I just dropped off on, and like, didn't even bother dropping i just thought i'd get back to it later hmm. it was a whole bunch of stuff like a bunch of stuff so i was like okay let let me sit down start watching uh these animes and like start playing these games that i've uh been holding back on and like hmm. finally finish them out um been playing through for games um I'm still on it. Uh, Fallout Three. I've actually made progress. I got to the final uh, right before the final mission. Now I'm uh, playing through all the DLCs. I finished um, Operation Anchorage a couple days ago. I'm about to do the Pit next. Um, it's Fallout really fun. Man. I love Fallout huh. 3. I love Fallout Three, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's such a great game. I forgot it was so good, and it had so many cool mechanics. Hello, um, so snakes rule. I'm like, oh shit. I'm a little <laughs> bit Hello, annoyed America. because I'm. This is your president, I'm, John Henry Eden. <laughs> I'm playing the console version, so I can't like any bugs or glitches that uh, happen. I have to either reload a save or like go way back. Or there's even one quest that I straight up can't finish. That's to do with the the guy in the tree. Um, that's uh, oh, Harold. 
Yeah, Harold, Harold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just set him on fire like I always do. No, I can't. Uh, so I I try to. Uh, I'm towards the end of that quest. I try to go up to him. The game freezes. Like I cannot move. Oh, Harold can't is do taking anything. control of your game. It, it it just breaks the game. I had to re uh, reload a save and like just completely skip it because I can't do it. And I'm like, whatever. I I I wish I could get the sap for the effect that it does, but like I'm just not gonna be able to. It sucks, but it's whatever. Um. Anyways, that's games. So, you know, you're talking about those those uh, bugs and stuff. Welcome to the New Vegas experience. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know when I'm gonna get to it. Uh, because I want to go through the games that I haven't uh finished yet, and that's a whole bunch of them. So it could be literal years before I even get to New Vegas. I don't know. Um. By the time you get anyway. there, Sherlock Holmes will be in the public domain. Oh, what did you find you out? You might what be year? right. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, oh, I still fuck. Have... I'm just, I'm just assuming, like you know, with all that backlog, you know, it says um, that it says according to losses, uh, Sherlock Holmes entered the public domain for Canada and the United Kingdom in 1980, and that's it. Okay. Um, it keeps when it when it comes to America, we keep getting uh, we keep getting we keep. You get hit with shit, so. Well, yeah, copyright law in America is fucked. <laughs> yeah, so. I love right, New Vegas um, to death, but I gave up after a millionth load freeze. I don't blame you. It's very, <laughs> uh. Whew. Now, as for anime, uh, I'm just gonna run through this list oh, real quick. Oh, he's got a list. GB. Yeah. Uh, it's an actual list of anime that I've, uh, finished. Uh, I'm proud of oh, myself for that, actually. Go ahead. I'm proud of uh, you, too. One of the worst animes I've ever watched and had the privilege of watching because it was so goddamn bad. Attack on uh, Titan. Gibiate, <laughs> or however you uh, pronounced it. Uh, G-I-B-I-A-T-E. It, oh my god. Wait, how do you, how do you spell it again? G-I... G-I-B-I-A-T-E. G-I-A-T-E. Gigabyte? What? No, G-I-B-I-A-T-E. It's, it is one of the worst animes I've ever watched in my life. It had, it had potential. Story was somewhat I've decent. I've never heard of this. Somewhat okay, of a me. good cast, but like, God. Oh, but this artwork looks so cool, though. Like, you would think so, but then you actually watch it. It looks, it looks like garbage. I would rather watch garbage than watch this again. <laughs> it was so bad. Pile of shit. Just watch a bunch. Just watch trash. Just get delivered and taken out. That's crazy. It would be a better time. I like, become I'm so garbage serious. man. Is there uh, no? Is there no redeeming quality? No, like the soundtrack no, is trash. No, there too? isn't. Nothing. Nothing. Not a single thing. Mm -hmm. I hated everything about it. I hated the characters. I hated the soundtrack. I hated the animation. Everything. It was just bad yeah like i wish if i could i would purge this out of my memory and leave a note to myself never to watch it yeah, it's would, that bad you would mr crabs it when mr crabs realized that people couldn't pay he was like taking the tv experience from people oh yeah oh yeah i would do that i would do oh. that to myself it's that bad all right um my my next life as a villainous uh season two uh finish that um, Jingai-san no Yome 
basically a college boy uh, marries an eldritch being. Very weird slice of life. Um, don't mess with... Uh, Sorry. No, keep your hands off of uh, Azokin. Azokin? Isaacin, yeah. Isaacin, yeah. Um, Isaacin, Isaacin. An anime that's literally a, a love letter to uh, animation. <clears throat> Actually fantastic. Really well done. I'm so happy I finally got around to finishing it. Such a great time. Um, Railgun Season 3. Finally finished that off. Um, Endro. At, at least it's not Index Season 3. <laughs> Let's they not really talk dropped about the that. ball on that shit. Let's Holy not talk cow. about that. Railgun is a better series for a reason. Yeah, because of um, Bitty Bitty. <laughs> Endro, um... It's an anime about this, uh... Girl who got transported back in time. She was the uh, demon lord. She got defeated, cast a spell, got, uh... Went back in time and ends up teaching the hero. Very funny story. Very cute. <laughs> Working season three and the uh movie uh special. I love working. It, yeah, no, fantastic time. And I watched the uh series that was after the uh, that was uh, based on a different staff. Um, uh, that was great, really well done. Uh, eighteen F, really fucking weird anime. Like each, it was. Man, you really pretty digging e back episodic. in time. Huh? You really digging back in time for some of these. Dude, I went back through and finished a bunch of them. Uh, dropped Sarazami. Um, it's it's about Kappa that... Yeah, 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 you're right. Sarazemai. I, I didn't really enjoy that series. I, I oh. tried to watch it again and I was like, wait, I, I don't like this. fucking love Sarazemai. It, it was just too weird for me. Uh, Cells at Work Season 2. Finish that. Uh, watch Cell Set Work Black 2 um, that was actually really fucking cool it's and it's like you know what would make Cells at Work better what if it took place inside of a person whose body did they didn't give a shit about it someone that's yeah. dying yeah. <laughs> like, like all the all the cells are like we're action heroes now and I am now watching uh, Hitorobochi okay which one? Yeah, Hitorobochi. Uh, hold on, here. I'll just link it on the chat. Oh yeah, make it great. easier. <laughs> that'd be great. I, I may have accidentally closed the chat, and I don't know how to open it without fucking up what's being shown on screen. <laughs> but yeah, that that's it for me. That's my long list of stuff I've actually been watching. You've been uh been killing it lately, then. Yeah, I got like I've, five things that I need to watch by the end of the year, and I haven't started a single one. So after I uh, finish Hitorobochi, I'm gonna watch the stuff from this year, and I'm just gonna blitz through it the best I can because I know I need to watch some stuff for our list to give it fair consideration. Oh yeah, like th this is so for what we do on the podcast. Like we do our end of the year award stuff. We typically have our award show go out in February. We record it at the end of January. Um 
but like this time like december to like mid-january myself natai john and chinoda are always like scrambling to watch some of the stuff that we missed during the rest of the year it's like oh shit like this turned out to be really good and we didn't watch it while it was airing fuck one of those uh, ones that I still need to watch, I think, aired this year was Horimiya. Did it air this year? Or Didn't it? it? If it did, it must have been back in the wintertime. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Let me look this up real quick. Now I need to check. Could have sworn it was this year. It, it may have been. I, I don't remember. If it, Like I said, if it did, it was early this year. Uh, but yeah, that's something that happens every year when we do this podcast. It's like, shit, there was like four or five things that became really popular during the uh, the airtime that they were on, whether it was like winter, spring, summer, fall, and we didn't get around to it. Fuck, I gotta watch them all in a week. Oh, no, that was 21. What the fuck? Oh, well, then yeah, you don't have was... to worry about it. Yeah, or me at all. I'm like, what? My girl, Mar- my girl, um, Mar- Marissa uh, plays, uh, plays Hungry with that. Oh, oh nice. shit! That's cool. This guy's got connections, man. <laughs> oh yeah, like I said, when I when I'm telling you, man, when I like, I watch a lot of stuff. I watch is because in English because I like supporting like my friends. But like Marissa Duran, yeah, like me, yeah, like uh, it's my homegirl, Hori, main girl Hori. I know one anime that I still have yet to watch this year that I've I, I've been wanting to watch it for months now is uh, Call of the Nights. <laughs> Alex, I know. Killing me small. I know. I should have watched this while it was airing, and I did not. I'm trying to think who's in something. Uh, Natalie Vance's theme. She's in Spy Family. She plays uh, Yuri. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, Yuri. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Show. I was actually talking to oh, some of my friends uh, yesterday or day before. They hate Yuri so much. They hate <laughs> his character with a passion. They think he's creepy uh, for I mean, being he, such a he, siscon. He, he he a little he a little pervy on his sister. Let's be honest. Yeah, they hate him for that. A man <laughs> after my own heart. Yeah, look, man, like let him leave that interrogator alone. <laughs> ha- has the has the dub for the second part come out yet? I haven't watched it yet, so I don't uh. think so. I I, a... I want so bad for that damn dog to be voiced by Markiplier. <laughs> I just want why want to hear Markiplier just go, Borf. <laughs> Borf. 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 Hello, I am. Hello, I am dog. <laughs> like, God, I, Markiplier should I really get. Markiplier should really do like more acting and voice acting. He really should. Man, I, I remember, like, I saw an interview with him not too long ago where he was just like, man, like, the stuff that he's doing now, he's, like, so, like, happy with it. Like, mm-hmm. he was, because he was talking about money, right? He was like, I make an ungodly amount of money. Like, very honest about it. Like, very, like, like, yeah. And he's like, I don't know what to do with it. So I give it to charity. Um, Which is I good. Think, I think he's in a uh, uh, he's in villain villainous the the new one that oh uh, my life is a villainess or whatever yeah it just got it just came it's on HBO I think right now um he plays uh some beer thing and that um so I know he's I know he's on that right now um 
my girl Yini Yini Ann, she plays uh Gilo on that show. Um yeah, I, I man, if Markiplier wanted to if Mr. Fishbotch wanted to live the life of a voice actor, he would be such a a, a rare commodity. <laughs> Just mm. please be in my show. Please. <laughs> like <laughs> Please. <laughs> like, I just feel like Mark, like the way his voice is, he'd really just play a bunch of incidental characters like Bond and, and Spy Family. Just you get him on there and he just comes on for Borf. Borf? Because <laughs> he's got the way he Lord. delivers lines sometimes. It's just like, it's not what he's saying that's funny, it's how he's saying it. Oh, damn. I think, and if you got, if you got a delivery like that, it's a gift. It really is. When you can make stuff sound funny just by how you say it and not what you're saying, that is a gift. 100% agreed. Mark should play live action Hughes. Uh, 100%. He looks exactly like Maze Hughes. Have his hair slicked back. Just get the, yeah, get the hair slicked back a little bit. Um, I, I don't think, what else does he need to do? That's it. <laughs> No, no, it he's works. Got, it, his hair is the exact same color. <laughs> just, he's got the same black. build, the same you're look. Black. You're black. <laughs> his hair. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's not like it's not like his hair is purple. Okay, well, he does have a history of dyeing his hair crazy colors, but That's, naturally man. his hair is the same color as you's. All man, he would really have to do is slick it back. I mean, I can say the same thing about your hair, sir. <laughs> like, you know, it's my, just my hair is brown. Is that well? I'm colorblind, so I don't really know what colors what. <laughs> like, you could have told me your hair was purple, and I would have been like, for real. Like, my hair is bright pink. You can't tell. <laughs> I am Madoka. <laughs> oh no, Alex! Don't do that. Being being sent by is suffering. Oh damn. Um. Anything else actually, you've been watching like, in the la- vast list of things? I, I that's not talking. Uh, that's not talking about the currently airing how, shows. How do you find time to do this? Because, like me, you have a full time job. I have a full time job as well as a social life. I I, I, I congratulate know. you, sir. You have figured out how to balance all these things. I, I, I don't know how I'm doing this. I don't even know why I have a social life. I don't know why how I have these friends. I just do. <laughs> I could be really mean and just say, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm saying it. I don't know. It just happened. I won't do that to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first time hanging out. Those guys are really lucky to hang out with you. Yeah, but <laughs> you get to like the 18th or 20th time. It's like, why are you fucking here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll fix you ass. Jesus. I, I, I love you, Chinoda. I love you. Oh, boy. Um, um, no, I'm watching the seasonal shows as well, and I'm watching a bunch of them. Uh, I'm not going to bother listing off every single one of them, because <laughs> that's a list as well. I mean, I uh, think it's safe to say all of us are probably watching Chainsaw Man. Hmm? Oh, absolutely. I'm in love. I'm in love. And I'm an anime only at the moment. After the anime ends, I'm going to pick up the manga. But, like, right now, anime only. I'm having so much fun just theorizing and, like, wondering and just 
looking at everything with fresh perspective it's great well, i'm having watched, such a fun if time. you've watched the most recent episode at least as of the time we're streaming this <clears throat> uh the shit's about to start like if you thought the show was good now whoa you're in for a treat um i'm very excited i'm i'm so looking forward to seeing what happens tomorrow also like, I, i've i've peeped the spanish dub for this it's fucking wild <laughs> wait what why so you know how power has like these lines where she's like gas like ooh, ah yeah uh, the person in i don't know who it is but the person in the spanish dub that is doing it is making the the oohs and ahs sound so fucking sexual it's like oh, instead no. of going like ooh, she's like ah <laughs> it's, it's so like the, the the show has these sexual undertones anyway in it but this just yeah. makes it so much worse that's great i don't Holy know who, the, who the the person in the spanish dub doing powers voices but she's fucking fantastic no you want to know what's really fucking awesome and wild to me is the fact that so much of the hispanic community has just taken off with pochita like yeah. i love that El, El i love that it's so cute i like that someone on youtube did a um a salsa remix of kickback the op <laughs> it's great Oh, you're gonna have to link that to me later. I want I to will. check that out. I, I've actually I've shared it in our Discord server before, but it, it's fucking oh, okay. fantastic. Shout out to my boy Ryan Colt Levy, man, who plays who plays Digi. Really, in the English dub? Oh shit, that's what's up. Hell yeah! Shout out to my man. He's like, gonna get to say boobs a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he worked like yo, as just like if you like an underdog story, hmm. like he. He is so, like, he deserved that in so much more, like, his career. Just trying to figure out, like, yo, what am I supposed to do? I'm so happy for him that he's in that show. I'm happy. So, something that I've talked about on the podcast before is, like, for a long time now, I've kind of shied away from English dubs. But I've slowly been going back to them because we've got a lot of new talent in English dubbing now. And some of it is really good. Like, it's genuinely people who are good voice actors. Uh, which, before, like, it would pluck just about anyone that came by in the auditions <laughs> and put them in the booth. But nowadays, there's, like, there's some really good talent in, in like, dubbing. And yeah. it's, it's good to see. It's really good to see. Like I said, there, there's some solid people. My girl, Yor, um, uh, Denji, and, and uh, Emmy, Emmy Lowe, and cyberpunk um there's there's just some there's, there's a lot of amazing people out hmm. there i'm, I'm happy really to see my, i'm happy to see my people out there winning so now, there are uh, i'm there still are... happy to have seen the industry grow like this mm. i really am i don't watch dubs myself it's it's just a preference of mine i, I don't I need to, I know, but like, <laughs> I like how you're telling this to go. a dub voice actor. It's like, I'm sorry, oh my God. it's what it is. I ha what can I say? He's I have dying. A you're literally killing him. Oh my God, he's. <laughs> Ain't no one. disrespect. I appreciate it. I've seen some of them, but and I've actually really liked it. But at the same time, it's just what I grew up on after so many years. <laughs> Started out with dub, switched to sub, and now I'm like mostly sub some sometimes very rarely dub but call an that's ambulance. how it is with call me. an ambulance but not for me 
Oh, damn, why did you write my name in the No hate, though. No. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to say right now, no hate at all. Only appreciation. Um, One thing I will say is, <laughs> and, and Burger, you might agree with this, like, there's still some voice actors getting fucking shit over. Uh, like, what happened with the original dub cast for um, Evangelion when it came to Netflix? That was bullshit. Yeah, a lot of people, Some some stuff, you know, I love the voiceover community so much, but there's sometimes where uh, there there's some toxic moments, man. Um, like the whole uh, bayonetta situation. That was yeah. That, oh uh, my god. That was that, a, that was a story wild. and a half right there. Holy shit. That was so sad to see. Um, just people like who don't know. Just I have an opinion too, and you see why would you like? Oh, it, it was terrible to see every day and then like two days later it's like people are quick to voice their opinions but like no one's quick to be like all right i'm sorry yeah there's a lot of people out there who will just when when a story breaks they'll put their opinion out there but when more information comes out and it's like you know uh all the stuff that was that seemed like it was right at the beginning is now wrong and you're like oh okay well we're moving on now yeah Yeah, it's like oh okay well that's old news i don't care yeah. So what if I said that yesterday and it hurt your feelings and you probably saw it and you was probably having a bad day and that was the thing that pushed you over the edge and really made you think about if this was your career or not. Now, um, one thing I will say is if her goal was really to implode her career, good job, because she did. Yeah, and like, man, I hate I hate to see, you know, Helena Taylor's career be like that, but like, it's just to me, when you're like, I really like like this like this is something that means a lot and then like two hours later all right back to the theater world for me and it's like huh like where you uh and that i i hate to be like a armchair theorist here but that just seems like it was the goal the entire time where she just didn't want to do this anymore and it's like well i'm just going to take people out with me i don't know i really don't know i i've i've spoken to uh, I've spoken to Helena Ter- I've never spoken to Jennifer Hell. I just know about all the I think I did a class with her once um, but as a person she's fantastic uh, Helena Taylor as a person from what I've experienced it was like oh, she's been a great person and then like this happens <laughs> yeah and it's like oh well damn maybe you're not so great I don't I don't know like um but I mean, as far as, congrats as, far to, as congrats to Jennifer Hale because she's now picked up a great role. Yeah, you know, as far as being like, man, what are these things next to me? Are these bridges? I'm about to burn every single one of these. <laughs> like that, 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 that's how I felt. I'm like, damn, why? I've never seen someone with that level of quote unquote experience because it's like, hey, I, I, I. I've been in the game for a while. And then, like, the question is, well, it's like, well, she's only really been Bayonetta, mm. you know, over the last decade or yeah, so. Yeah, decade, right? 12 years, something like that. Yeah, you know, she she has, a, like, you know, a part in, like, Hellsing Ultimate or something like that. But, like, it just seemed like Bayonetta was just, like, the thing she was known for. Um, she had the benefit of being the first Bayonetta. Um, and... I just didn't really feel like when you look at Jennifer Hale's career, it's like female shepherd, like she's fucking totally spies. Like, you know, that's my girl, Sam. Um, 
She's so she was like, Bastila in uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, like Jennifer Hill makes up a nice. She part. was Bastila, Sean. Holy yeah. shit! She makes up a nice bit of like my 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 childhood things that I consider sacred. Right? I love Totally Spies as a show, as a series. Um, I love Mass Effect Three. Um, that's that's so, a bold take. <laughs> I I do love Mass Effect Three, not the ending, but um, but I, I think. We all understand that we don't like the Mass Effect 3. Um, I like how even Jennifer Hale in an interview said, I don't understand this ending. It's like... <laughs> I, 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 just, I just think that in a situation like where it's like, hey, I want someone like... As a voice actor, I'm always concerned about my legacy, right? Like, mm. I, at the end of the day, all I really want to do is inspire someone the same way how I was inspired when I was a kid, right? Like, just a kid, like, you know, anime, in a sense, stopped me from hanging out on the streets because I would have a reason to go home, you know, instead of, like, dealing with, and even, you know, whatever, like, gang stuff I did, like, I was exposed to, you know, cartoons and stuff like that. It gave me my first, like, conversational pieces, right? Because I could sit at a table and be like, oh, I also watch Yu-Gi-Oh! I, I also have cards, Oh, I also watch like Batman the anime. I also know this. And man, I I wouldn't I can't imagine where I would be without some of those like titles in my life. So like once again, I, my biggest thing is like I just want to leave a legacy where somebody can like look back and be like, "Man, this character made me want to do something." Or this character made me feel better. And man, the person behind it wasn't a giant asshole <laughs> like yeah they're not a they're not a giant racist who don't care about anything they've ever done or narcissist or yeah you know i i that's i i just hope to leave a good legacy with like my body of work and like you know jennifer jennifer hale has done that and more because she's been in so many like like man i used to go to the arcade and play like in height and play like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and used to cheat. I got my job, my, I got my job at GameStop off of that game. <laughs> really? Playing playing with Phoenix because the man, the owner, the owner of uh, the manager, not the owner, you gotta be careful how I say it. The owner of GameStop at the time, like I would always go in there for a job because I too, as a young, as a young lad, <laughs> thought that GameStop was the future of like oh yeah little has just like yeah this is my goal and i remember he was like all right i'll give you an interview uh if you could beat me in marvel's capcom <laughs> and like i picked gene gray and i x-factored and he was like get your ass in the back so we can get this interview over with. and i got the job um and like i'll never forget that like you know jennifer hale voiced it like gene she voiced it Phoenix. She voiced it fucking Sheena from Tales of Symphonia. Like, I have so many memories of Tales of Symphonia. Like, that was, like, I think one of the first, like, the second or third big JRPG, like, my father has, like, ever bought me. Um, First would have to be Bait and Kaito's. Like, I have these vivid memories that are connected to her. And as an actor now, like, doing, like, a class with her, just seeing, like, the impact she's had on the community... 
it makes me really happy. It makes me proud. Like, man, I hope one day I can do something like that too. So to see someone who had like such an iconic character who was like, you know, Bayonetta is a big character to a lot of people. That like that game probably helped people through some depression or things like that because it's a character they can like. You know, man, I know body pillows sell. Like that's not <laughs> that's not cat. Like there's some there's yeah, some people out yeah, there. you know the body pillows sell, don't they? <laughs> there there was a right. people out there who was like, man, I love Bayonetta. Like I connect to this character, and then to have the the person behind it be like. Let's boycott this entire franchise on my behalf. You know what? I respect you. I'm gonna join you in that. Wait, you lied? God you, damn it! Everything is a lie. <laughs> like, never meet your heroes, right? Like, I've heard uh, that phrase before, and it's, it's kind of cliche. But I've my response to that is always just get better heroes. Yeah, I mean, some but sometimes you don't know if somebody was a real like big. Helena Taylor fan and their whole thing was like I'm a ride or die for Helena Taylor somebody made this joke they was like how could you like someone when the word hell is literally in their first name I was like God I was like I was like damn that's fucked up I never noticed that until now though but and now I can't unsee it like it's like hell Lena it's like no um but like I imagine there's someone out there who like that was probably someone's big game, right? The first mm. game they played, and it really meant a lot to them. And they're like, man, there's a person behind it. They have an attachment towards them. And then to watch like the person you like get eviscerated online, <laughs> like just destroyed. Like uh, first of all, they're putting her there. Like they got all these pictures with her being like, I want justice. And now. Two days later, there's all these images of her in clown makeup and and all that shit like that. Like that's terrible to like experience to to see. So, you know, and if, you know, I think if, if if her goal was just to go back to theater acting, which I guess seems to be what she wants to do, I, I don't think anyone would have faulted her for saying, "I don't want to do voice acting anymore. I just want to do theater acting." And that's fine, but like even as a theater production, it's like I don't want to have nothing to do with you because yeah. like if are you, you're are you unhappy, gonna are you gonna like not be happy with with one little thing and then just say all these lies about us in the press? Are you gonna shit talk my promotion because I didn't give you this one thing? Hmm. Are you oh, gonna man, shit talk that's everything really that we, stick with her for the rest of her life? Isn't it? Now, are you gonna shit talk everything because we didn't give you a bowl full of red M and M's in the green room? I forget what there's there's some band out there that the only way they'll do any kind of gig is if you promise to put all red M&Ms in the green room and I forget who it is but it's a real thing it was uh, one of the old bands if I, I remember I feel like right. it was one of the old hair metal bands that did that back in it the was day. and they, they didn't actually give a shit about they didn't give a shit about the actual like M&Ms it was like are you actually going to do what the artists want? They, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a test to see how much you cared about artists. Did you pay attention to like to the contract they signed? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So I that, forget. I, I want to say it may have been like uh, Guns and Roses or Motley Crue. I can't remember, but I, I want to say it was one of them. I don't know. I, I know recently, like I, I recently bought like Rock Band the bundle, mm. and I've been having the time of my life playing that game. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, yo, this was the shit back in the day. Um, I got access to all these. I mean, it has been making me feel old. I'm like, damn, this song came out in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> now, nowadays, when I look at like I'm going through the Spotify playlist, I'm like, Van Halen. Van Halen, that's it. I knew it was one of those kinds of bands. Uh, but nowadays, when I'm going through the Spotify playlist, I'm looking at it, I'm like, hmm, this song came out in 1972. Whoo! <laughs> I wasn't even born. Oh, man. God damn. <laughs> God, we're getting old. <laughs> Ain't that great. <laughs> no, it's not. Getting old is not for the faint of heart. It's not. Your bones start to pop and creak all the time. and <laughs> I become more and more like my father every day, and I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I look in the mirror. I'm like, this is not the man I wanted to become, but it's the man I am becoming. <laughs> Some things you don't have a choice in. Thank God I have better hair than he does. There you go. You do have fantastic I got, hair. I, I, got, I got my mom's hair. Right. Uh, I think I think that's actually a good spot to to end this on. It's kind of a more a downer spot to end it on, but I think it's pretty good. Um, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I want to bitch about something one last time. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. We'll wrap All it up right. after that. So I've been working out lately a lot more consistently. Proud of you, and thank you. I appreciate that. I need to get back to the gym too. It's been good because I I've like. I go after work because, like, I'm not going to work out and then go into work because then I'm going to work tired as hell. It's not great because I, I my job is all physical. So I just go after. And, you know, afterwards, I feel like my workout actually makes me feel a lot better. Like, my body's tired. But, like, after that shower, oh, boy, I am feeling fine. But because I've been going a lot more consistently... There's a issue that's come up. I've been getting so goddamn hungry <laughs> all the time. And I mean hungry hungry. I thought I thought like I've heard of it before. I thought it was like, oh, I'd be feeling a little bit more peckish or something. No, I mean I want a full goddamn two course meal every time. Once you eat a and full I English hate breakfast it. after every workout. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like that. And I'm just like why am I so goddamn hungry? And I, I I eventually put two and two together. Like, oh, wait, I've been working out a lot more and a lot more consistently. And I've been hitting harder every time. I'm just like, you that's going to add up. But holy shit, it sucks. And then I called my best friend. He's a personal trainer. And I'm like, yo, is this normal? Like, what's up? And he's like, no, congrats. Like, this is how life's going to be like. I'm like, how do you live like this? All protein, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to start using that, and I'm like, God damn it! Might I, might like... I suggest a protein shake after every workout? Hold up, wait, hold up. You can't be like, don't make it sound like it's a drug. Like, it's like, oh, I'm gonna have to start. Well, it kind of is. Some people, some people do say that they have like that wor that workout high after a you know an intense workout. It's a real thing. I've I've gotten it a couple times, and I'm like. Yo, I feel great. Like, after a hard workout, I feel pretty good about myself. It's like I just I did mean, a line of cocaine. Okay. I don't know about all no. that. <laughs> Never dabbled in cocaine, so I wouldn't know the exact. 
feelings you're I, going through. Allegedly, I've heard. I've heard. Allegedly, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Alex. allegedly. I, that, that, that's of, a beautiful word, by the way. Allegedly, I've heard of being on the pre-workout and making you think you could do some stuff that you probably normally couldn't, but just like <laughs> I believe I can fly. You know, I didn't. I've never been in a workout session. It was like, you know what? I bet if I could walk, I bet if I run into this wall hard enough, I can walk create, right through it. I can, I can recreate Portal Two. Oh no! <laughs> like, like it's never been that bad. I'm pretty. If you if you think it like that after a workout session, it might be someone putting something in your protein bars. That's all I'm saying. Like. <laughs> It's a little, a little high risk there, but I'm proud of you, Chinoda. Um, no, it's thank you. I it's something it. I need to do. I, I've, I haven't been to the gym in like three months now. I really need to start going back. Get back been... into it, Alex. Don't wait. How long you been going for? Cause like me, uh, Chinoda. Like oh. that, how, long, um, how long has the process been for you? So I started before the pandemic, like really starting to go to the gym. And then I stopped for a little bit because pandemic and like, I was just like, I ain't going in. Um, luckily I moved in with some roommates that had a home gym. So I started working out a little bit now and then, but like, I want to say three or four months ago is when I actually started going back into the gym because I was like, all right, I need to get back into it a lot more and like I've been going now and then but over the last four or five weeks I started getting a lot more consistent about it the so key, the key to working out is consistency it's just making it part of your routine once it's part of your routine like once you get through like the fourth month which I know it's like four months of like I remember like cause I, I, I diet a lot right and by dieting it means I just like watch what I eat Right. Yeah, I, I I eat like brown rice, chicken, and like a shit ton of vegetables. And my wife hate it because that's all the fuck I make her eat as well. It's like, <laughs> you know, if I'm not happy, neither can you be. <laughs> <laughs> that's what marriage is. You know, damn. For better or worse. Well, welcome to the worst. Um, <laughs> we made a so, commitment. It was better and worse. <laughs> so like, for it takes like once your body adapts, so it's the same way how I like started drinking sparkling water. I was like, it's like, you know, once you get over the fact that this tastes like shit. It tastes like static. It's really not so bad. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta adapt to it. So keep going towards it. Um to deal with hunger sensations, eat peanut butter. Uh mm. peanut butter is good. I, like, I don't know if you're I don't know if you're allergic to it. No, no. I used to eat a whole bunch of peanut butter. It's been a while. This been... man is like a fucking vacuum when it comes to food. He don't discriminate. Get, get a get a big get a peanut butter sandwich. There's a lot of stuff that can fill you up. Like oatmeal is one of them. Uh, peanut butter is is one of those things. If you need like a light snack, uh, tuna tuna sandwich. You know, like light on light on mayo. That's that's really good. Um, I, I hate that I'm now becoming your best friend with this fitness <laughs> advice. It's like, bro, this is all you need. <laughs> like, Welcome hey, to your look. nutritionist. <laughs> I'll take advice. I don't mind. <laughs> Like the the whole goal is to really just like help like deal with those cravings. If you can deal with those cravings, you'll be fine. Like you're just you're just adapting to it. Once you adapt to it enough, 
and and don't do what I did last night is succumb to the craving and order. Oh uh, no, not that. (laughs) No, and and order Chinese food, (laughs) which now I have a lot of in my fridge and I have to eat. And if you do do that, which I don't suggest you do, break it up in part, like break it up in pieces, eat quarters of it. Um. If oh, you, that's actually really good advice. Yeah, whatever your whatever like the whole idea is to break your bad eating habits, and it's easier said than done. So what you can do is make portions out of it. So if you eat a lot of one thing that's not good for you, make it a portion of it. Just try to like weed your way out of it. But it's better yeah. than, instead of eating a whole donut, eat a half a donut, right? Instead of eating a whole cheesecake, eat half of one. Right. And your body and your body will start adapting like, okay, cool. Maybe I can make a portion of this now. The first few days you'll be really hungry, but you'll get used to it. Yeah, you know. It's honestly the hardest part about all this that I found. Like working out, it's simple. It's easy to do. It's the actual eating part that's hard. It's like holy shit. That requires some real discipline. Eat, the eating habits are the hardest part of losing weight and getting fit, and it's the easiest part of getting fat. <laughs> you know what, dude? It's so cursed. Up, eat veggie. Um, I don't know, man. Eat veggie burgers. Like I like eat plant. Like uh, black bean burgers. Yeah, those. Are, I those do are... enjoy those. Those are really tasty. Like I said, it's all about the diet, man. Once you get your diet in order and stuff like that, once you figure out, like, because I don't know if you plan a calorie count. Um, that works for some people. I, I I personally hate the idea of being like, how much does this go up to? But I do know in the course of a day, I'm not going over a certain amount. I'm not counting everything, but my meal pre- like I eat pretty much the same thing every day. Um, I have some like some wheat waffles, some eggs with a bunch of veggies mixed in, um, ground turkey sausage. Uh, and for dinner, I'm eating brown rice, veggies, and some chicken. That uh, sounds like a pretty good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very sensible meals. I yeah. mean, you know, it, it you know it it is, but like by the tw- by the sixty seventh time, it becomes know, old. This is like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm curious like, how are how are the wheat waffles because I I've never actually heard of someone eating those. Like I know of them, but I never actually met someone who eats them. They're fine. I I don't like. There's like here's the thing. Whatever you normally eat, like there's a substitution for ice cream, like yeah. there's a substitution for everything. Wheat waffles are great. Um, I have no problem with them whatsoever. To the point where if I eat a regular waffle, I'd be like, "Oh, what's all the shit in it now?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would so say you, if there's anything like in particular you should try and cut out or at least count is sugar, processed sugar. That'll sugar, make you gain weight like a motherfucker. And then bread, carbs. Yeah, car- carbs in general, but sugar for sure. I actually haven't uh, drank soda in a while. Like no, I don't. You did just I, I don't have normally... a cheesecake in front of us. I did. I did. <laughs> no, I was talking about soda. Thank you very much. I know, but it don't matter if you didn't drink a soda. You ate a cheesecake. And damn, was it a good cheesecake. I don't plan on cutting stuff out. More moderating how much I eat or when. That's it. also something I find personally helpful when I'm t- I'm. Because eventually you're gonna crave sweets. Like it's 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 unavoidable. Make, I'm a chocolate addict. <laughs> like I need, I need my chocolate. You have worth it. Like make it something you don't always have. Not, don't make it like the donuts from the donut shop across the street. Make it like you know mom's apple pie that she made. 
Substitute things with fruit, man. Fruit is great. Fruit is fruit. I love fruit. I love fruit. Apples, peaches, pears, things like that. They're really good for sweet cravings. Just want to thank everyone for checking out our fitness well health podcast. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming to the Anime Club After Dark Fitness Podcast. Uh, we give you basic life advice on just eating healthier fitness. You know, <laughs> even you can get rid. No. <laughs> All right, you bunch of weebs, go to the gym, touch grass. Actually, if we're talking directly to weebs, just get a shower for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's a big part of fitness is cleanliness. And I've been to enough anime conventions. I know y'all don't shower. I know y'all don't shower like you should. Crazy, bro. <laughs> it still reminds me of the last Otakon where, like, the most, like, wild, outlandish comment I got was from a vendor. They were like, huh, you smell really nice. And I'm like... Thank you. I showered. Yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> I, I was showered just so before I caught off here. guard by that. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that I actually bathed. <laughs> like uh, the dude was almost tearing up, and I was like, "Okay." That just goes to show you how stinky most weaves are. He's like, "You come in there, you smell halfway decent." And he's like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> uh, I don't have to hold my breath for that. That was great. Alright, I definitely think that's a great place to stop yeah. though, um, because I gotta get ready for, I think all of us gotta get ready for stuff so, um, thank you Verger for stopping by, we always love having you on, one of these days I wanna have both you and Yara on here, because I think that would be fucking fantastic oh, yeah. oh that would be so cool Yara, Yara was an absolute joy to have on the episode of the podcast uh, I know she is, Yara's great where we talked about like hentai voice acting um, I want to have both of you on at some point, um, whether it's for an episode or just on a WTF. It'll be absolutely amazing. Um, thank you, everyone out there who stopped by to watch. Um, the VOD will be available, as always, uh, in probably a, a couple hours on YouTube. Um, I wasn't able to dual stream this time. I've been having some issues with dual streaming, and I wanted to play it safe. Um, the audio version will also be up on both Spotify and SoundCloud uh, later this evening. Oh, before we go, uh, Burger, you got anything to promote or plug or oh, uh, the 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 podcast group, the uh, thing that we're doing. Ah, yes. Uh, closing credits. Pot PC Podcast Network. Uh, go to. Uh, closing credits is a voiceover school. It's connected to Casting Call Club. What you teach at? Department. Um, we, we, me, uh, Anime After Dark. We both. Uh, I've created a podcast network uh, for a podcast where basically the school is going to promote it, and I need everyone's support. So if you're interested in it, you want to see the shows that are connected to it, you can go on closingcredits.com. Uh, there's a tab that says Podcast Network. There, my podcast is there. Uh, Alice podcast there as well. Um, There's a few others there as well. It's a lot of other great shows. Uh, the After Party, Wilhelmina Edmonds podcast, uh, The Wolf Court with David. Uh, David Wolf is his name. That's literally how he talks. <laughs> That's great. It's, it's oh, a great shit. radio voice right there. It's just it's bloody fantastic. Um, I'm so invigorated with the amount of information I found out here today. I love it. Oh, she knows that I piss his pants. I'm like, man, you sound like a refined version of the Cookie Monster. Oh my! No, I don't want. He's dead. We killed him. Don't you understand? I'm a diabetic at this point. I do not want cookies, please. It's crepes for me now. Um, 
He's great. His name is David. Um, fantastic person. Uh, it's it's ever growing. If you want to follow me, you can check me out. I'm on Twitter at BurgerBO. Check out the podcast called Geeks in the City with a Z. Uh, I'll put the link to all your Geeks in the City stuff down below in the uh, description uh, on YouTube and SoundCloud, Spotify. Appreciate it. Uh, check out uh, the AFK Arena anime, Just Asperia Things. I, that was my first anime I've ever been in. Uh, I do... I'm I'm in almost every episode doing background stuff, and I play Hogan, and I play this character named Stitchy. Um, I do not have a lot of AFK lore, so if you know who those people are, good for you. Please don't <laughs> please don't challenge me on it. I now understand when people be like, "Man, I just you just gave me a script and I read it." That's exactly they what gave I did. me a script I, and they said, "We'll give you money." And that was it. I don't know anything else about the franchise. I don't know shit, but uh, I'm I'm very happy to be in it, and I'm very happy. Uh, to be part of it. Uh, that's my story. But thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, we'll we'll definitely have to have you on again. Um, God, we gotta get you on another episode of the podcast at some point as well, not just for WTFs. Um, I'm sure we'll do another episode where we talk about something related to voice acting at some point. Uh, be great to have you on for that. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Do I have anything to announce? Um. Check our, out our Discord server if you haven't already. Um, where I have the stream schedule posted for this week, um, and the next WTF is going to be a very special WTF on January second. Uh, trust me, our pain will be your pleasure. That's I'm not. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, I can't wait for Chinoda to just call me a bitch the entire time. <laughs> hey, look. Me and John are gonna last the longest. Let's be very real. I, I know, but I know. y'all are we're bitches. But even even we're not that great compared. Um, y'all will see what we're talking about. Yeah, it's please. gonna be a it's tune gonna in, be a good experience tune in for you on, guys, not us. Tune in on January second to watch us just writhe in pain for your pleasure while answering a bunch of your questions um, as best we can. <laughs> uh, I think I said it already. Thank you, everyone who stopped by. Uh, thank you, everyone who watches the VOD after the fact. Uh, I have been Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Bye. Have a good bye day. Bye bye. Have a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Onichan, peace, peace. God, it's so cursed. All right, cut it.